Side Home Theater Podcast, the Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, um, the scenes, and the swirling helicopter, which you might be able to hear in the background, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is a police I, helicopter. I don't think they're here for me. I told yeah. you, just knock under the desk if the bullets start flying. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't hear it. You when we were chatting before the show, you just were like, yeah. you're like, and then this. Ha- yeah. John, I, right did his mic go out? What happened? It's like <laughs> it, it takes a lot to stop Steve mid sentence. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's like a I know that because it takes hill. a lot for me too. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. Once, once you you know once you pull that pin, it's uh, you yeah. can't put the explosion back in the hand grenade. So yeah, man, can can you not hear that at all? No, no. that's the beauty oh, of Streamyard and how it <laughs> takes out the background noises and stuff. It's really nice. It actually is really nice. Does a really yeah, good job well, of it. This thing is like right outside. <laughs> wow. There right there. Oh, well, can, yeah, just at the urge, I would have had to have been at the window at least once by now to see what was going on. I, yeah. I'm just way too nosy to not know. Yeah, oh, that's well, funny. Yeah. Oh, well, that's never mind. God, last week it was a storm. This week it's just a helicopter. Right. Goodness me. Jeez. <laughs> um, oh, uh, guys, sorry, Deej. Uh, here we are again. Which uh, which audio issue is it? Loud yeah. or is it the clicking or what do we got going on yeah, here? I might. Well, maybe I'm a bit super away. quiet, huh? Is DJ is quiet or Steve is loud? I'm guessing as usual. I'm perfect. So <laughs> you're the you're the Goldilocks in this yeah. one. It's just right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me bump this. I can bump it up here, but. It's, it's funny because I, you all sound perfect to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Last week, on our last side, week you were low for me. Yeah, so, on hmm. our side, it sounds great. How is it now? I, I mean, yeah, I've gosh. really upped mine on my end here. Um, hmm. It's it's way up. So <laughs> never put anything up your end, Deej. It's not good for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, A lot of awkward questions to answer later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what you hear. Let's see. <laughs> Just awesome. Sorry, hamster. DJ, you're super quiet. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's all right. I mean, it is what it is. I don't know what else to do. I mean, I can't get any closer to the mic. I've got this at uh, 65 dB, um, the mic that I'm running here, 66, 67, running the roadcaster. Um, so. Mike, Mike Schramm says it's okay. Van Gogh says it sounds, sounds great, great in, in my home theater. theater. <laughs> well, we Maybe are that's now what broadcasting in Atmos. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brutal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can. Okay. Well, well, while you're having a little look at that, let's do the chat thing. Should oh, I say hi to everyone in the I, chat? I, yeah, I think yeah. I'm good. I'm going to set it right here and see what you guys think. But, um, okay. And, uh, you know, we are too low. Steve, John are correct. Uh, so. Mm. Steve and John are correct. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe they're too high. Maybe we're too loud. Yeah, maybe we're too loud. Yeah. You, you, you don't have to tell us we're correct. We'll just assume it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, Paul, maybe my ears aren't calibrated. <laughs> I like it. Let's do that. That'll work. Okay. Not in the prime so, listening position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, oh, I, I got to figure out, honestly, it's, it's the, um, 
uh, it's the uh, MacBook. How do I go in and change the sound like that's outputting? And I, I'm in it right now, and I'm like, okay, Rodecaster Pro 2 chat is like, hmm, what is it doing? How's that? Is, you know, I, I don't know. I, it's There's no way to adjust the output volume coming out of this thing, so I have no idea what to do. Um, well, let's see how we go and just uh, occasionally yeah. just shout really loud each. Just, you know, well, really that's quiet the thing. The live stream is the live stream. Excited. Yeah, exactly. In, well, I can't get too much more excited. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Can I be more excited? <laughs> I had so many lines right there, John. <laughs> like, this is it. Is that, Sorry. Is that the, uh, is that the electronic table going up and down, Dean? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Good God, Gertie. Oh, great googly moogly. Um, yeah. <laughs> So other than that, DJ, you're too low. This, <laughs> DJ just talk louder. Doesn't do any good. Um, yeah. So, all right. That's the stream for this week. <laughs> These are the settings. That's what I mean. Not like we're done. Thanks, everybody. I was say. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, these are the settings. Uh, obviously the audio only will be cleaned up nice. Everybody will be balanced. All that good fun stuff. So, all right. Uh, where are we now? So, Steve, you were going to do the chat? Yeah, did yeah, you while I was there's a couple of things. No, yeah, there's a couple of things come up I, I want to talk about as well. So, yeah, so Stephen Att was first in tonight. So, everybody, all together, Steve Att is in the in chat. The chat. <laughs> um, there's someone called Steve George in saying hi all. Okay, I don't know who that is. Um, so, uh, Van Gool's in. Hi, Van Gool. Mikey's in. Um, having made us all feel uh, all a bit mushy, looking at the cool new puppy that he put up on uh, on yeah. Twitter, picture of that, very very cute. Uh, that's the puppy, not Mikey. Um, but the, although you know, I mean, I'm just Mike's to get to know him better. Yeah, well, all right then. Let's 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 go with that. Um, Jordan's in as well. Hi, Jordan. Uh, Dominic's in, um, and uh, ooh, uh, who else we got? Who we got? We got Kay's in. That's Carl, isn't it? Um, yeah. Johnny yeah. Speaks is in. Marcus is in. Um, yeah, hi, everybody. Um, and again, if you're in the chat, Scruffy's in. Jack Lee's just dropping in. He always has his quick flying visit to say hello at the start. So hi, Jack, all the way from Oz. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, so everyone's there. And what I wanted to talk about, because I saw it in here, um, is Rangul. DJ? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to redo it. Oh, okay. Well, that's this okay. While we're doing this little thing, he, he's going to drop back in. There he goes. He's back. Yeah. All right, DJ? Yeah, I'm all right. I don't know okay. what the heck happened there. I was like, I think we lost DJ. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel bad I didn't notice. <laughs> I was trying well, to were, find yeah, the you comments. you were reading. So how is my audio, though, now? Any, I, I mean, sounds I, uh, the same to me. But I know to you guys, but I bumped it up on, on their end. So hopefully I don't accidentally back out. And Okay, good. I didn't accidentally hit the end stream button. <laughs> no, I, I checked to make sure we were still live, even though you were dropped out. So yeah, yeah, we're still, yeah, we're still here. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So, so Vangul mentioned anyway he was watching King Arthur: Legend of the Sword this morning. I'm assuming on 4K and in Dolby Atmos. Um, and uh, he's saying he, you know, he's enjoying it. It's a really good HD experience. Completely agree, Vangul. And if you go back to some of the earlier episodes of this show, um, King Arthur was the very first 4K movie. I ever saw in Cinema George, and I heard it before I saw it because mm -hmm. that's the movie they used to test the subs when they first turned it on. And and the the opening sequence in that 
is bass central. And so I could literally hear and feel the house moving before I walked into the cinema room and saw it all done for the first time. So, yeah, it's a really decent uh, film. And, gents, it has a cameo from one David Beckham in it. No. <laughs> so, so there you go. Look at that. Full yes. circle. Of course, that was yeah, all yeah. pre-show, so they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, nobody has a clue what you're talking about. But, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he is in it. Very briefly, and he's dreadful, but he is in it. He's, he's acting as is that the awful. guy? That's the guy, Richie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's friends with Beckham, and I mean they've right. they've known each other forever. And he's got a sort of a very short couple of lines in it where he you know he tries to do a sort of Cockney accent, and it's awful. Um, oh. But yeah, blinking blinking, you'll miss him. But he is in it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So there you go. But I recommend that if you guys haven't seen it, or if you've got it and haven't I, seen I it, I have. For a while, but I don't own the 4K disc, and I haven't mm. seen it in 4K. If you, I mean, it'll be dirt cheap now because it's a Warner's disc as well. So if you, it's worth picking up, John, for the, for the HT experience of nothing else. Yeah. Um, cause it is really beefy. Um, so yeah, I recommend go while we're chatting. <laughs> Here we go. Ka-ching. And the yeah. show's not 10 minutes old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where'd it go? It's not King Arthur Flower, right? It is actually a no. movie. No. <laughs> yeah. It should be. It's one of the first discs that came out. It was like 2017. So it, it came out kind of, again, it's one I had before I'd even, I'd bought it before I even had the theater. 16 um, bucks. I'm surprised it's still that expensive. Yeah. It's bound to be on eBay for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look, but I'm going to save it just mm. so I don't forget. Yeah. Cool. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's good fun. It is, it's a fun movie for what it is. Um, there we go. Anyway, lots of other right. cool stuff to talk about this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a <laughs> lot of stuff. By the end of the week, I was like, oh, man. It's been yeah, the, no. the weather here has been miserable. I've had like mm. one of the worst months business wise for myself <laughs> that I've ever had. I had a December like this probably eight, nine years ago, which really stinks mm. going into Christmas. You're like, sorry, kids. Mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so this month is, but it gives me more time in my theater and more time to, to do stuff and around the not so built house. Uh, but, but yeah, so. But yeah, at the end of the week, I was like, oh man, uh, I got into a lot of yeah. stuff this week. So, uh, actually dropped a few, but, um, let's see. What else do we, oh, hey, let's, uh, let's get to this right away. Uh, oh, see, I got to bring up, uh, present again because I dropped out. Now I got to share screen. Um, <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was thinking while you were, while you were going over the chat and the people in the chat, and I think, did you mention, the? Uh, uh, a new one, I think we have in there. Holger, did you see that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um, I think I might have seen Holger before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I might, didn't, I, I might I wasn't be wrong. Sure. So, but yeah, just yeah. Saying, hi, Holger. Uh, yeah. Um. So, and and Holger, while you're there, if you let us know where you are, because we, we're always fascinated to know where people are. Yeah. So if you're um if you're in Europe or anywhere else, yeah, or just Holger, down the road from Deej, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> where, where did it go? Did I get it? Oh, there's there, Holger Hegel. That doesn't sound like a New England-based name. <laughs> Germany. There we go. That's it from there Germany. Hey. Oh. Hey, Holger. Nice. Oh, we got the too many cooks in the kitchen here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> Hi, everyone. Oh, Germany. Hi, everyone. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was going to say while you were reading out the names and stuff and everybody. I was like... This is one of the few podcasts where we can actually like 
screw with this stuff. And everybody understands because this is what we all do anyways. Well, maybe not Steve so much, but it's like, no, no. Steve pays people to screw around. Yeah, exactly. Well, be like, hey, uh, I need to adjust my settings as a guy in the back. <laughs> that was, that was pre-show. Don't get I, deny that. On yeah, I was trying to let it go so we could keep the show a moving. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think I need I, a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate everybody's input. And I used to get all like, ask John, I used to get the sweats when things went wrong. And now I'm just like, all right, cool. How's this? How's that? All right. Yeah. Let's now adjust I'm just like, hey, the show's the show. Really. Yeah. This is what it is. Everybody, <laughs> you're lucky I'm wearing pants. Um, so anyways, hey, that's my line. B- big news. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hetzel mm. just became literally moments before the show just became a $5 member on Patreon. And what's cool is he, 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 uh, texted, he's my IT guy. Um, and so he texted me and he said, it's only a $5 option because in today's takeover Tuesday, I had mentioned that, you know, if everybody, everybody listening to us, if everybody gave a dollar, I'm like, I could quit my job. You guys would be getting paid. We'd have enough money coming in monthly. And so Joe took it to heart and he went on to sign up for a dollar. And I don't know what's going on on Patreon, but all I had available was a $5 option. I know that always hasn't been the case because I have people at all different amounts. So uh, I went in and I fixed it and I changed it to, let me see if I can come up with where is my numbers here. Um, my page. Do you mean, did you change the options or you changed yeah. Joe's, uh, um, uh, donation <laughs> amount? Yeah, He's now donating exactly. 75 grand a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, actually, knowing uh, TJ, he, he'd roll it back to a dollar. And, yeah, and quite 50 lose, cents. Lose for four bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am sorry about that, Joe. Here you go. <laughs> Refund. So, so what I did is I, I didn't know, I couldn't figure out how to make it just, you know, pick whatever number you want. So I actually went in and did paid membership tiers. And uh, the first tier is a dollar because it is a minimum of a dollar anyway. So on Patreon, if you go on and one dollar, you could buy us a box of junior mints. That's what it's called. Box of junior mints, one dollar a month, Uh, a jumbo Reese's cup, two dollars a month, three dollars a month, a box of Cracker Jacks. $4, $4, small soda, $5, what Joe bought us, a box of, a small box of popcorn, $7.50, a medium soda, $10, a large popcorn, $15 a month, you'd be buying us an extra large popcorn every month, uh, $20 a month, it's just flat out Blu-ray, everybody. Thank you very much. If you're going to buy us a Blu-ray a month, we'd appreciate it. Uh, and $30 a month, 4K Blu-ray. And I stopped right there. Um, I think you don't you need have to, to go do up to any 60. of them, What's that? You need to go up to, you need to go up to 60, Deej, and we'll call that a Todd Anderson. Cause yeah. judging by the manifest of the box stuff he sent me. I know. <laughs> yeah. Not the yeah, cost I, to send it. That was I'll, on top. I'll, yeah. I was just going to say, I'll, I'll, we'll put a $200 <laughs> tier in and be like, ship it. <laughs> That's all it'll say. <laughs> ship it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So, and the tiers are all, I didn't set them up to be like, you get extra this or you get extra that. It's all just, you know, I want every, it's all open. We do our, we do our, um, 
you know, our Zoom chat. There will be one coming, hopefully, maybe this week, if not, definitely next week. Um, but then I, I do messages on there and stuff too, but I didn't want to set up all these different tiers and like you get different things. And I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future it's, you know, whatever we do, but, um, I know people do hundred dollar a month ones and I, I know, I personally know people and they've signed, they've had people sign up for it. I'm like, Oh my God, but <laughs> I'm not, you know, but yeah. So, uh, thank you, Joe, for, uh, even bringing that up and bringing it to my attention. Um, and as I said on the takeover Tuesday today, I'm like, you know, you guys support the show. It doesn't have to be monetarily. Sorry, John, this is where I go off the money side, off the money train. <laughs> but, you know, your support, your the messages. I don't get it anyways. <laughs> well, if we got enough, you would. It's like, <laughs> I don't get a penny, so it doesn't you know matter that to me You've seen the, the pricing structure. If we all of a sudden start getting paid, like we get enough, I can, I'm not going to keep it all for me. Um, I, I mean, all goes to the, either the donation or a, sh- or, to everything. Um, and I'm not even talking the hardware just to run with all the, uh, software stuff. Anyways, but the support we get and, and I'm, I wanted to bring this up with you guys because with you guys here, cause I said on the takeover Tuesday today, it was like, you know, the messages we get from you guys are what drive us as well. And I told them, you guys already know what Christmas was like. I had to take a week off and I told you both that I'm like, man, having that extra week and realizing how much less pressure it was, it's, it, it, if it wasn't for the listeners and the responsibility that we feel for them, it's so easy to walk away. Cause it's like when it, John and I have been doing this for almost six years for over five, over five years. And it does get, I mean, like I said, take over Tuesday. We love the three of us love talking to each other each week, but it would be so easy any week, any week, any one, any one of us could just go, can we take the week off? I'm wicked busy. I mean, John's got his stories running. Steve's keeping people out of jail. I'm, I'm, I'm a disaster. Sometimes. So it, it, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So there's, it, it'd be so easy to just say, let's just take this week off. And a lot of people do in podcasting. A lot of people do. And every week we're like, we can't wait to get back here. And it's because of you guys. And it's not the money. It's the, you know, the money would be nice. That would be extra, <laughs> but it would be like, but it's like seeing the chat going and, and, and talking to you guys. And then obviously getting the messages all week that we get. So, so thank you. Um, all right. Uh, Talking to message stage. Yes. Yeah. Let me just uh, drop in there. I think we do have someone new, uh, oh. Edward Coolbreath from Yonkers in New York. Nice. And now to my English ears, that just sounds so cool. His, uh, so, his uh, icon is he wearing a yeah. bike helmet in that, or is it just like glasses on top of a hat? It looks yeah, like man, he could be mountain biking, which is really cool yeah. to me. <laughs> it's very cool. <laughs> so yeah, so, but Yonkers yeah. just sounds cool in New York. So uh, yeah, is that that's a district of New York, yeah, <laughs> yes. New York City, yeah. not state. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, I well, don't know. Come don't on, know. East Coasters. Yeah, I don't exactly. Come know on, that guys. Either, but... Oh man. Nope. Yeah. MTB. MTB. Yeah. Steve out. Oh, mountain biking. Mountain biking. Mountain biking. Yeah. Hey, way to go, buddy. Yeah. 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 Have you done whiteface? <laughs> that's in New York. I did. I did whiteface <laughs> in New York. That was a trip. That was awesome. (laughs) That's where they had the Olympics in 1980. Lake Placid, whiteface. They skied whiteface for that, for the Olympics. Um, and I mountain biked it hard. (laughs) (laughs) Landed on my face once. All right. 
Let's see. Where else? <laughs> hey, um, Wait, yes. You need to go over the charity for February. Mm. Mm-hmm. February. Oh, January. Um, oh, January. Oh, I don't man. know. Um, I told everybody what we did. What do you guys want to do? Steve, do you have one over there? Um, not to hand I, immediately. I, yeah. Um, well, why, don't, why don't we, uh, why don't we have a little think about that one then and we can. Okay. I we thought we knew. Sort of talk about. I, yeah, I sorry. I, last, I, last week I mean, that we needed to talk about it. Well, so. what did we just? I, I don't want to do another thing that Jen and I just did. We just donated to a family, another family, but we did that at Christmas. We donated to a family at Christmas and gave them all their gifts that they wanted. Um, so, um, but yeah, that was the Christmas one, and that was well over. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, so right. this well, month. Sorry for bringing it up. No, no, no. I appreciate that because <laughs> I don't want week. us to. I don't want it to keep slipping by the wayside. I, I'm, well, that's I why I brought it up. It did. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. you um, to be fair, Deej, you're probably better off doing one that side of the pond. As lovely as it would be over here, because I don't know if you send the money over, whether they'll get yeah. taxed on it, whether there'll yeah. be, you know, all kinds of issues so, with that. I mean, it's how rare this? you hear of international donations. Anybody in the chat? Anybody in the chat? Come up with a good. Charity, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll do it right here, right now on the chat. And uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll I'll pull it up on my. Uh, I can't pay for it right now, but I can I can definitely get it done. So um, so yeah, first one in. So let's do that in the chat, and then uh, we'll go from there. Well, not not first one. We'll see as they go. We'll 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 take a few, and then we'll we'll vote. Um, okay, cool. If we get a few, and then results but, next week, then so we don't get too sidetracked with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Are we ready to get to this week's, uh, home theater experiences? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? That's how we have anything else to talk about. <laughs> uh, I mean, John should be wearing a black armband, but that's a completely uh, different oh, topic. It's something yeah. home theater related. In the wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. This is a good one. Hmm. Uh, Brock, yeah, John Brock, Brock. Yeah. Hope for justice, human trafficking. It's it's against it, right, John? <laughs> I was um, going to say, let's not support that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, that actually, I know a guy here in Worcester that deals with that, and it's uh, really really sad when you learn how close to home it really is and what goes on in places places you drive by every day, and you go, yeah, that back room, we shut that down, and you're like, are you kidding me? So really sad. So that sounds like mm-hmm. a great one. If you want to send me the link, um, we don't have to go any further. That's perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, send me, send me some links on that, John. I really appreciate it. And we'll get that going. Um, all right. We ready to get now. Let's, uh, yeah, we'll get, you, just to go back to biking news. Oh, uh, Thunder um, Mountain. So no, been, I haven't. Yeah. Now I assume that's Disneyland, isn't it? Thunder Mountain. <laughs> so that, that big Thunder Mountain. It's the first thing that came to my mind. If you can get your we need, bike we need on, Ara it, I'll on. Go. Yeah. 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 We need Ara on. He's the expert yeah. on Disneyland. He lives, yeah. what, two minutes away. Mm. <laughs> no, I haven't done Thunder Mountain. I've done Moab. I've done pretty much everything in the Northeast. Um, but if Thunder Mountain's in the Northeast, he's going to go, no, you didn't then. Um, but yeah, I've done <laughs> most of them. I started in the early, mid-90s, back before they were even running trail lifts for downhilling and stuff. But I downhilled on a cross-country bike. But anyways, all right, enough about that. Uh, we are well into it. we got a lot of stuff going here. Oh, a downhill parking master. You're going to have to come on and we're going to have to do a Takeover Tuesday, buddy. Uh, all right. Let's get let's get to this. Uh, we've got um, well, 
John, your is that your image first? No, I think that's Steve's. I don't know. Let's get it going here. Oh, straight to it. Yeah, that's my one. That's yours? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, there you go. Call it out, Steve. Because we've got uh, a this bunch is of yeah, it should, bearing in mind the character that's on screen, it should be, this is Masters of the Air. Because it just sounds like Elvis kind of throughout. It um, was brutal. So we all watched it. I'll bring up the images <laughs> now. Um, and that's John's and then mine. And what was cool is we all yep. came up with different ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, pretty cool. Yeah, so, so Masters of the Air then on Apple TV Plus in 4K, UHD, and in uh, Dolby Atmos. Now, I sense there's going to be some disagreement here. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. Not, I don't think in terms of the show, but I think in terms of the HD experience, I think there might be some disagreements. Oh, you saw it um, because you saw my, uh, my message? Yeah, well, quite. Um, okay. so, so in terms of the show, we're only two episodes in. Um, there's another one coming Friday. Um, and from my point of view, just jumping in, I mean, I, this is obviously the third of, of a, of a sort of loose trilogy. You had Band of Brothers and then you had The Pacific, both of which mm. were excellent multi Emmy award winning series. Um, and then this is the third one, all from Playtone, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg kind of producing them or exec producing. Um, and so it's all about the, the bomber squadrons in World mm -hmm. War II and, and kind of how it, how it goes. Um, and first episode, I was a little bit lukewarm on, a little bit, uh, but the second episode was much better. And you kind of yeah. get to know the characters now. You kind of see who's who, because otherwise they all look the same. You kind of struggle to know who's who. And, and by the time you get to episode two, I think it starts to bed in. You know who the characters are. You know what's going yeah. on. You know some of the tension between them. And, and I genuinely enjoyed the second episode. So, so in terms of the, the, the way it's progressing, I think it's really good. And I'm looking forward to episode three of nine. I think it is not 10 like the others. It is nine according to IMDb. Um, however, I am disappointed with the home theater experience thus far. Um, bear in mind, I have seen Band of Brothers many times. I've seen the Pacific many, many times. And those two are reference Blu-ray, DTS HD, Master Audio, um, soundtracks. I mean, they're, they're fantastic, both series. This one, um, the video is, is solid. It looks mm. okay. The HDR is lovely. There's a couple of lovely shots through the wheels of a of of the planes on the ground where you've got the sun coming up in the background, and so the HDR is lovely. It looks great, um, and the and the wider color gamut does as well. Um, so the video is okay, but I'm disappointed in the audio um, so far. Now. I don't know if they're tinkering with it. I don't know if this will be a greyhound thing where after some time it'll get it'll somehow seem better. But I think the base on it is disappointing uh, most of the time, not all of it, most of the time. And also I think the general surround sound is okay, but mm. it's not, you know, I was expecting reference. I was expecting mm -hmm. Tomorrow World, Extraction, you know, um, uh, six underground, you know, cause mm. if you, cause you know, you look at Midway, which we might talk about later. Um, and if you look at, um, <laughs> if you look moment. at Midway or if you look at, <laughs> if you want to know a sequence of this done, done well, then look at the start of a film called Unbroken, directed by Angelina mm -hmm. Jolie with Jack O'Connell in it, which mm. has got a, which is on the Dolby Atmos demo disc I've got. 
And that has an absolutely barnstorming opening of a bomber being attacked by fighter jets and you know, fighter planes, not jets, fighter planes. And it's all, you know, and it sounds amazing. And they're zipping all over the place. And as they go over the top, you can feel the planes go over. And in this case, thus far, that doesn't happen, at least not for right. me. And so yep. I've been dis- – and I did bump it, like you said, Deej, I did I, – and I'm glad you you tweeted that because I did put it up higher than I normally would, and it mm. is better, but it's yes. still not referenced. No. And it's still not what I've come to expect from Apple TV+. Plus. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so that's me. Well, okay, so I'm glad you said that, Deej, because I thought I was going to be the outlier here. No, no, <laughs> that's why I put that out. John, what did you think? No, well, I how kind did it of play agree. Yours? Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Hmm. I, I also bumped mine. Um, mm-hmm. I'm generally at minus six. I went right to zero, um, to, yeah. you know, to watch this, um, which I often do for streaming anyways, because, you know, it's usually a little bit less than a disc would be. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, again, the show I am really enjoying mm-hmm. so far. Um, again, two episodes in, I don't think it's on par yet with band of brothers or the Pacific. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, we've got seven, you know, seven more to go. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I mean, I just found it to be okay as far as the home theater mm. goes. And like yeah. you said, not what we would expect from Apple um, because they're generally no. very, very good. Um, so, yeah, um, it, yeah, again, and I don't want to jump ahead too much, but we are going to talk about something else yeah. in a bit. <laughs> Um, it's done a bit better now again, but you're, you're talking about a 4k disc as opposed to uh, right stream, but, but, um, but yeah, the, the thing is, and that's why I tweeted that out is I went through the first episode and I was like, this just, uh, it's not, it's not Apple quality, right? It's not what we've hmm. come to expect. And exactly like you said, Steve, it's like you can bump it up at least 6 dB. That's why I tweeted that out. Mm -hmm. And you're still, but all you're doing is, you know, rising tides raises all boats, right? So it's like you're just raising the overall volume level. What they're missing is that dynamics of like, okay, here's a big boom, but then does it, can it drop down to be quiet and then go back to the boom? Or even can the frequency go low enough? It's not just about volume. It's also about like, do we go below like 60 hertz and do we go as high and how high do we go? Or is this like all like 150 in in, from 150 hertz to like 15,000 hertz, you know, in that that's it could be compression. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. It's it. This is a first for Apple TV. It's like when mm. I know when I, and I mentioned it when John and I were talking about family plan, that was the first time I wasn't like, Oh my God, reference sound in audio in picture. That was better than this. Um, I will say I do really like the story. Mm. Um, it's, it, you know, people in the already saying in the chat, spoilers, they haven't seen it yet. Just came out. I understand. Right, um, we're not talking about it, It's about planes mm. and right. planes go up and planes yeah. come down. Planes sometimes yeah. they land. Sometimes they don't. They get in dog fights. This is what's going on. Oh, they always come down to each. Yes, they do. <laughs> what goes up must come down. That's, that's, that's the rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Bermuda Triangle. When it doesn't, <laughs> it's, you know, didn't go so well. Um, <laughs> But what I did find is a lot of these things, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, but I li- I really enjoyed the backstory and not the backstory mm. in like each character, but the mission, the backstory to each mission, 
And they stu- and that's what mm. I thought was really like the first episode is a lot of exposition. If you thought it was slow and you didn't give episode two a chance, go into episode two because they start to explain more about stuff you saw that you might have taken for granted in the first episode, right, guys? And you're like, oh, okay. And you just think it's just staging, right? Well, in the mm. next episode, they tell you all about they they start getting into the nitty gritty. Literally the nitty gritty, and it, I thought I found that to be fascinating and something that we really haven't seen a lot of. Even it's, even talking about, I'm sorry not to interrupt, but like the no setup, man. the setup of the prep for these missions. That's what that I'm happened, talking about. Like, yeah, 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 which was pretty interesting. Um, to see hmm, some of yeah. that stuff. Hmm. That's know. what I mean. And showing that and like the hours it takes to do it. And then it's like, but we all, it, it's kind of like making a movie, right? It's like the actor gets all the accolades, right. but at the end of the day, it's like there's a guy holding a mic and there's a, and if he holds it wrong, everything's wrong, right? It's, a, there's a cameraman. Mm-hmm. If that's wrong, everything's wrong. There's a sound guy. There's all is all these working pieces to come into making a, well, I, I would say mission, but, you know, for anything in life like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's what I thought. I think that's where this series, I think, is going to be really entertaining to me. Um, it's a shame the audio and, and video, unless Apple TV thinks they're going to cash in on maybe a physical media version of it. And then then they mm-hmm. can be like, yay, but they haven't done it with Greyhound yet. Right. No, I mean, I I'd put it this way. So disappointed am I at the moment, knowing full well when you look at the credit sequence that there are clearly big battles to come. You oh, know, yeah. You've got the Tuskegee guys coming. I mean, there's a picture there. So you've got the Red Tails coming and you've got all that stuff. So there are clearly some massive battles to come and there's storms and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure, so there's, there's scope there for it to improve. Maybe they're lulling us to, into a false sense of insecurity. Um, and perhaps they're going to actually kind of really push it with later stuff. Maybe, I don't know. But put it this way, so disappointed am I that if they said tomorrow, and, and bear in mind, I've been waiting years for this. I've known it's been coming for a long time because they shot lots of this stuff not far from me. In um, Spain. And so I, no, yeah, no, <laughs> from where I am now, they shot loads of Pearl Harbor. You know the Pearl Harbor um, mm-hmm. Battle of Britain scenes? They were all shot literally 15 minutes up the road, up in the fields, up in uh, Tetbury. Um, and so... I've known this has been coming for a long, long time, and I've been waiting for this. So, But if they said tomorrow this is coming out in physical media next year, a year from now, I would stop watching this and I'd wait. Yeah. And that, and that that's how kind of um, flat I am at the moment on the audio. Um, the video, as I said, is what you want it to be. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I wish it was in 185 rather than 235, but that's just me because um, yeah. I just love it to fill the screen. Again, like the Pacific and like Band of Brothers, I was a little disappointed when I first saw it. It's 239. So, yeah, so so I am I'm, – I'm hoping they'll fix it. I'm hoping that either this is a build-up to something bigger or that maybe they're compressing it because of how popular it is at the moment because everybody's watching this. So maybe they're like, look, we've got to row back on it a bit to make sure everyone gets a decent experience. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe, but you know, who knows? Paul's fault. So it's Paul's fault. (laughs) Paul says some things have been my fault. Yes, but not this one. (laughs) Um, Can I just say though, that, uh, talking about Joe, talking about they missed the Christmas sales on bomber jackets. Um, I have to say the jackets are cool. They are very cool. And if I didn't think I'd look a massive idiot in one, I would absolutely (laughs) love one because they are cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
We just blame DJ for everything. (laughs) (laughs) You can absolutely. Uh, If I set your expectations too high, blame me for that. And then, but (laughs) I think I try. I got out on social media and tried to get a warning that, yeah, it's it. You know, six dB, please. (laughs) But um, but like I said, go back and go back and watch Band of Brothers. Go back and watch the Pacific. Mm. Funnily enough, episode two in both of them has got some massive bass and, 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 you know, all around audio. Um, and then, you know, and as I said, if you want an aerial battle other than what we're going to talk about in a bit, then Unbroken, the, the starting, um, the opening yes. sequence of that Jack O'Connell film is awesome. And I've got the Blu-ray of that, but with the Atmos soundtrack. And that is, that is, that is what this should have been. I was expecting, you know, again, no spoilers. I don't think when some planes take off, and you're close. Yeah. I was kind of hoping and expecting that when you're in those planes, that it would feel like the the room was vibrating. Like you're how about in some other guns? There's, well, a, I mean, yeah, they're like giant. literally right there in the. I mean, what I was hoping for is a little bit more realism out of, especially from Apple TV Plus, right? A little more realism of inside those planes and give us that, like, mm. because they have an opportunity here with, you know, even streaming Atmos, you could still give us the really loud room mm. because you, people, like, what was the movie where, like, people are talking in a helicopter and you're like, you can't hear and they have no headphones on. When you take your headphones off in helicopters or these planes, you can't hear anything. It's deafening. Mm. And they're mm. like, oh yeah, blah, blah. it's like they, they had an opportunity there. And then never mind the, like you said, the guns, those guys that are mm. in those turrets and they're like, and they're showing these guns up close. And I mean, I, just, I thought you were going to open with that, Steve. That's what I was like. All right. Well, that's on, why Steve. I tried to go you against want- type. Yeah. <laughs> I did think that. I I thought, they, 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 so did I. And I was like, oh man, it's a shame because yeah. they, it's, mm. it's such an opportunity, but who knows if they come up. I mean, mm. this is a great way to sell the, the physical version because we're like, I'm on it. Cause I, I really like the battles I'm like in the show. Yeah. I, I do like the story. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it, it could use some more dinosaurs though. Or monsters, you know, that's about it. But other than yeah, that, well, it's really and the kids it. are super annoying. But <laughs> don't say that. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling even now to think about any overhead effects. You know, I think there was I some know. of the flak. There was a little I bit know. of that, but not much. And again, you've got planes. You know, you know they're in formation. You know they're right above you. Guys, you should Clash be able to of the hear Titans it. last week in 2.0 had more overhead appeal than this does. And it was up mixed and it was like, yeah. but it was so properly mixed that you were able to get it. This is just that they, ah, yeah, there's, there's a good opportunity missed here, but who knows? Maybe we'll get it. Um, yeah, but this is the bright crushed. side. I still enjoyed it. I'm going to enjoy. I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, I checked I, it. I'm definitely invested. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Although uh, <laughs> I, I mean, did I watch it with see someone how Elvis who... makes out. Well, yeah. that's I mean, tell I, me, it isn't just me. He is just doing Elvis, isn't he? I mean, he sounds like he might Elvis. just be doing him. Maybe Elvis was just him doing himself because. <laughs> well, well heard, heard, of, I'll be honest. I, I thought he was great in Elvis. Now, not mm. so much. <laughs> I'm like, he didn't really act. <laughs> it was like, well, he, like, no, he's not. He, he he doesn't sound like that. I mean, you, oh, you okay. I mean, John, you're, you guys are, well, John in particular is a Kevin Smith fan. So Austin Butler was yeah. in Yoga Hoses, yeah. one of the first yes. films he was in. 
And he talks completely differently in that. And that was his native accent. Now, I've never seen Yoga Hoses. I couldn't okay. quite bring myself to watch it. Never either. That's the one, that's the one no. I haven't watched. Yeah. The only one. Well, quite. So, that came so, after when he was, Tusk, right? It came after Tusk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tusk is great. I like Tusk. Yeah. Um, but he, so he, so it was a funny story because when, cause, uh, Kevin Smith and his mum in particular are a hu- are huge Elvis fans. Right. And so when Kevin Smith took his mum to see Elvis, um, she said to him famously, she said, Oh, that, the guy that's playing Elvis is amazing. And he said to her, Mum, you've had dinner with him. He was in yoga hoses. It's Austin. She, oh, oh, is it? Oh, so she, she had no idea. But famously, he apparently now was doing Elvis for so long. He's now adopted the accent. He can't drop it. And so in this, that's you funny. are now seeing kind of that kind of adds some sort of veracity to those rumors because he sounds exactly like Elvis. <laughs> So it's strange, yeah, it, but it, you know, yeah, it's it, it. I mean, it's cool. I mean, the character, the yeah. character himself is like mm. you. You know, like I, I feel like the personality it is giving off and the emotions that they're portraying. Mm. I felt well, like it, it. It works, but I it's Elvis, mm. right? It's just it's like <laughs> I'm like I didn't know was Elvis <laughs> in the Air Force. Uh, I know he was. Uh, in he went the to the army. Yeah, he yeah. went to the army, didn't he? Oh, was Definitely it in the, the army? army? I didn't know if they. I think, yeah. so. I think so. Oh yeah, and he spent some time in Germany, and that's about it. Yeah, but not for World War yeah. Two, right? Not World War Two. I, <laughs> I know that. Say, not for World War Two. I know that. I was just making a joke. Okay. Um, all right, we've got some He's in the trenches. Yeah. VJM has some some good information here. He says some of the yeah. shows on Apple TV Plus are mastered lower plus. They will have mastered lower plus. They will have dial norm offset 4 db to 6 db so you could need to turn up the volume 10 db or more than your normal level uh and then um yeah but if we hadn't if we hadn't listened to a show on apple tv plus before then i would be oh my god that must be the answer but we've all heard amazing stuff on apple tv plus and not had to do that and again as you say dj if you still have to do it just turning it up loud does not give you what you're actually after, which is the dynamic range and the movement of the audio and everything else. So it, you know, it, that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a mastering error. It's it, error. It's a mastering choice. Yeah. Shall we say to, to have it not be as dynamic as, as we, I think have got right to expect to a certain degree. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, but, I, no. I, I'm, I'm bumping it the 60B7. I might have gone eight on the second episode, mm. but, um, uh, Joe is saying in the chat, we spoiled something. He's like, see, he goes, that feature of the type of plane they are in, spoiler free. See, I say spoiler free and SH just came out with it. Who's SH? I don't know. Okay. Uh, not guilty. DJ2. <laughs> I'm like, DJ2, what'd I do? Um, SH is done. Me? None of us. I mean, SG, SG, maybe, and just just yeah. the wrong thing. Is it next to H on the? Yeah, it's next to H on the keyboard. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. But. I didn't realize that we spoiled anything. But me neither. It's not either. intentional. Um, but yep. I mean, this is a show where we talk about stuff in planes. So. <laughs> it's got planes, <laughs> and they're bombers. And there's also, I mean, all the planes we mentioned are in all the trailers. Right. So yeah. Plus, it's World War Two. You know, right. like it happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we could go yeah. back and see that some of yeah, this stuff was, was, was Patrick Stewart in that, though? That's, that's what I'm saying. I you know. know. Was he? Did you guys hear my takeover Tuesday on that? 
today? What I meant today? to text oh, I you. Yet. I was pretty busy. Uh, I'll no. talk to you about it later. We don't need to rehash uh, it on everybody now. Oh, the turret sounds. Um, yeah, those are in the trailers. <laughs> All right. We ready for this next one? This, I, I mean, this brand new just dropped. Can't wait to talk about it. Oh, Joe's joking. Joe's joking. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Cool. This, this new show, Yellowstone. Yeah. <laughs> you just I, getting I, onto I, that, huh? <laughs> yes. So I'll tell you what happened is they put it out on CBS, right? Because they were hurting for content because of the strikes. Right. So they put this out. And I happened to be a flip in the channel and I came on this scene. And I, I swear to God, I like Westerns. I just wasn't in the mood for a Western show, right? So I'm flipping the channel and I realized that like I'm, I didn't know what show I was watching. And all of a sudden I'm like, what is this? This looks interesting. And I'm like, I, I, I pull up the thing. I'm like, this is Yellowstone. They're in a high rise. This is like current day. I was like, what the heck? So I looked into it and I was like, that's it. I, and I went back, watched episode one. I'm up to episode three. Now you can see on there and I am this close to buy in the entire collection on Kaleidoscape because it's on Peacock right now and it looked pretty good. Um, but episode one, episode two, it's just, I love what they're doing with the story. I think it's fascinating how they wrote this. Have either of you guys seen this? I've seen every bit of it. Yes. Yeah. And I've watched 1983 not- and 1993 or whatever the heck it is. I've watched all of it. Oh. But I've only ever seen it on broadcast Peacock. TV. Yeah. I've never, um, well, yeah, I well, guess it's Peacock. All, I think it's uh, always I, I mean, been, I watched it, 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 it was a streaming Paramount show. Network, I think, is where I watched it. So hmm. I don't, um, but I mean, so I've never Paramount watched Plus, it. In, well, it's on, it's on Peacock. So yeah, but Paramount Network was part of like my cable right. package or something, yeah. and that's where it was. And then I, it might have gone to Peacock after I got rid of that, you know, DirecTV. Yeah. But but yeah, um, I, I've never seen it on disc, obviously, in 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 4K or any of that. Yeah. But it's a, I love it. It's a great show. I think. Yeah, Jack Lee saying Yellowstone is so addictive, and it is. I was like, ah, oh. I, <laughs> I was like, oh man, it's so good. It's See, so I've never seen any of it, um, and I was toying with the idea of picking it up. So are you saying just buy it, Deej? Because, I, I mean, I'll buy the whole thing rather well, than just mess around with one or two you seasons. You can't stream it. I, I, would, uh, I, would, I would try the first couple of episodes, and then, like, right mm-hmm. now, Kaleidoscape's having a sale. Like, I can get everything, the entire package, for, like, 80 bucks. Every, all, <laughs> all the seasons, all the movies everything but peacock is looking pretty good i watched the last two in my in my theater the first one i watched upstairs um kind of thankful that i did too because there's a couple of scenes i didn't want to see on the big screen it's almost <laughs> impossible not to like steve if you think you want to watch it yeah. yeah i mean they've got they've got uh, the amazon have got the first because you know you bought stuff on amazon when i <laughs> i recommended it so um amazon have got like over here the first four seasons on blu-ray for 64 pounds so you know it's it and i like westerns and all that stuff and i mean kevin cost is absolutely amazing although in that picture god he looks like my dad um <laughs> yeah. god, it's a spitting image of my dad the absolute spitting image he often does it is you know, just looks just like him. his character shocked me john it really did well I, yeah it's a little bit of a departure for him a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's crazy out there, you know. It's not like, but I mean, I, I think, I think he, um, 
he's doing a great job of it. I think all everybody is doing a great job of portraying their characters in a way <laughs> that makes every single one of them you can you can understand what they're doing, but at the same time you're like don't understand what they like. You're like I see why you do it, why you don't do it. Blah blah blah. blah. It's awesome. The oh, entire that, that, thing. That Beth is a piece of work too. Yes. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Well, and that's. Oh, you don't even know anything yet. (laughs) No. Well, that's the thing is I just, whatever, she was the one that she was in the high rise or whatever, right? In the episode that I saw, which is, I don't know what they were broadcasting. It was like seasons five or four with the latest one. Right. And I saw her and I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, this is, this is Yellowstone. And then, and of course that's broadcast on CBS. So they don't do the swears. They don't have the gratuitous violence and stuff that goes on um so i i went right to the stream and then i met the daughter that way so i'm going through and but i've already seen her you know in the future um but yeah it's it is really good and and on peacock i gotta tell you that the the stream looks really good the audio is very good um almost to the point that i'm like is it worth it is it worth the 80 bucks to buy all of them but I, i mean if you buy one season it's 40 but if you buy all of them, or I think it's like 30 bucks or something. But because if you buy the package, you get it for 80. And I'm like, eh, might as well. I guess well I would it. just wonder if it's something you're going to go through more than one time. If you're only ever going to go mm. through it once, then I would just stick with Peacock because the experience, it's not the type of show where you're you going to get. Well, I would, yes. But <laughs> I, 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 didn't buy, I, didn't buy, I didn't buy Bloodshot experience. 17 times. So I'll, I'll buy it again. <laughs> Somebody comes yeah, out with it. Over oh, the net. Speaking yeah. of which, did you hear the new, um, the new, uh, well, I know you saw it, Steve, the new frame rate that Disney's coming out with. I saw it, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was saving it for the show, but I think they're doing it just to sell televisions. It's an entire marketing mm. campaign that's going to be like, here you go. No TVs right now are doing 48, 48, yeah. you know, frames per second. They do 60 and they'll do 120. But they don't do 48. So you gotta go buy a whole new television, everybody. So you can get the 48, yeah. which I think is like most people, like Steve, I'm with Steve on this one. Like I'll do it, but I just think it's like, if you don't like, why couldn't they? That's why I think it's a marketing thing. Why couldn't they have just done this at 60? Another 12 frames per second. Right. Yeah. I, I will not it, be buying a new TV for that. I, yeah. I can assure you. I know you won't. <laughs> well, I, I will. will. Yeah. Yeah, you will. I, I will. If my device <laughs> in the future supports that, then great. But I won't go right. out of my way to support it. Well, and that's the other thing. Let's uh, let's pull the Yellowstone down on this one. But that's the other mm. thing about it, though, is that I don't see the. They're rolling it out with the Vision Quest thing or whatever yeah, Apple's calling that, Pro, right? It, yeah. I don't mm. think a lot of people are going to go spend three grand so they can watch Avatar through this thing in forty-eight, you know, frames per second. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, I got to run out and get my new display so I can watch Avatar and I can watch, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough there to make people uh grab. Well, especially when you bear in mind that Avatar in particular was not shot entirely in HFR. So, no. you know, this is the problem I have with it in the cinema. It kept flicking between the two and driving yeah. me absolutely crackers. Um, but I, 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 I dislike it. I cannot watch crackers. it in that way. Yeah. Bonkers, nuts. I don't, right. I don't think there's yeah. enough market for it. No, man. When you consider yeah. that, when you consider that eighty percent of physical physical media sales are still DVDs, I don't think anybody's running out to buy an HFR. DVD right. Yeah, quite. You know? um, yeah. 
well. So the, the view from the chat as to whether I should get the five seasons or four seasons for 80, uh, 60 odd pounds. So Dominic says, wait. <laughs> and is saying that uh, it'll definitely be cheaper when they're all available. Says wait till the final season, and it Which will be super next, cheap. So next yeah, season, yeah, fair enough. And Jordan actually saying the same thing. So I'll wait to buy Yellow Solid Blu-ray when the final episode release. Yeah, fair enough. I'll buy it all in one yeah. go. It's what I did with Breaking Bad. We bought the whole thing and then just blasted through it in like about three weeks, uh, which was great fun. Right. So yeah, I, we can do that. That's fair enough. Oh no, yeah. no, Jordan, do not mention. It would probably really only benefit people that want to watch The Hobbit in that frame rate. Ooh! Yeah, I saw the second it's... one. I saw The Desolation of Smaug in HFR. It was dreadful. Mm. And yet much better when I've seen it multiple times since in 24 frames. I just don't get it. <laughs> the irony. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know enough about the stuff, but they went to 30 because it's more compatible. It's easier for the, you know, instead of the three, two, whatever, pull down because mm. 24 is odd when it, an odd number when it comes to seconds, right? Yeah. Mm. But if you go to 30, that's literally 30 frames. So you're, you're, it's more divisible and then you go to 60 and then you go to 120. Two, 24 was literally invented because it was the lowest number of frames to the human eye would perceive. Mm. If it was 20, they would have gone that far. If it was 23, they would have gone that far. If it was 30, they would have stopped there, right? But it was yeah. 24. There's no rhyme or reason for it. Kind of like, why is a foot a foot? What's 12 inches? I don't know. But there's no rhyme or reason for it. Now to go to 48 and double something that's already obsolete, that to me doesn't make sense. Now, I might be completely wrong. You might be able to, you know, the experts might be able to tell me, oh, no, 24 is divisible this way, blah, 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 and it makes more sense. It's easier to produce. It's blah, blah, blah. all right, fine. But from what I know, I'm like, eh, it seems weird. So, yeah. I mean, the only, the only caveat that I would introduce to it is that we know someone who actually has seen Apple Vision Pro mm. in, in the flesh and played around with it and seen the Disney stuff as well giving away who it is without saying the name. Um, and he says it is revelatory um, and says it's absolutely fantastic. And he's not one given to hyperbole normally. Right. So, you know, we haven't seen it. We haven't. So, again, I, here's me saying I hate it, but I haven't seen it, not this way. And so if they fix the issues with it, then maybe. But I'm not going to spend three grand to find out. That's well, for that's sure. the thing. I mean, when that thing's 1500 bucks, maybe. But I'm yeah. not spending three thousand dollars on a right. VR headset. It's, I <laughs> talked to Ara about it. I gotta wait and see what it's like when it comes out. And there's a few quirks with it that I'm not crazy about. Um, and I, I, Ara and I have been talking about it behind the scenes. We talked about it when he was on the show. I am super excited for it, but I'm not gonna spend three grand unless he gets it. And he's like, "Dee, this thing's amazing. We could have a lot of fun with the podcast with it, and then maybe I'll invest in it." But um, but to yeah. me, I'm I mean, like, do you think that's not replacing our theaters at right. all? And, no, and I don't, no. I think the biggest detriment to that thing is that avatar, both avatar movies are like three hours long. Right. And you're mm-hmm. going to sit there with, with your inside this thing for three, three hours right. separated from the, I, that's nuts. Nuts. Well, your I would be miserable. Hanging off the side. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, it, it, this, this again, from this particular person, what we all know, um, I understand it's proof of concept. This, as they have launched it, mm-hmm. is not the final device. Um, and so this will be a, look, we had to get something to market really quickly. Here it is. But within a year, two years, it will be perfected. 
So I so again, yeah. I think dropping three grand on this would be silly because you're going to find something that's just not actually finished yet. You know, a right. separate battery pack for an Apple product? What? Yeah. So I I just I you know I think you'd be silly to buy it just yet. Um, this well, is they're trying like to win a race that demo- is not finished yet. Well, it hasn't even started. The gun didn't well, well, go off. Quite. They're trying to, t- they're yeah. like, it's like, it's just, yeah, that's the one part in all the demos that we keep seeing is they don't tell you about the interface of it to whatever's feeding it. <laughs> and like, you see the wire mm-hmm. going down their back, but it's like, and then the, that, that audio is, is coming out right above your ears. So that means everybody in the room can hear that. Mm-hmm. Or for your privacy, you're going to have to put on your AirPod Maxes over this thing and then wear that. It's, I don't know. I, I see it to be very, very clunky. Maybe in a year mm-hmm. or two, they'll come out with a streamlined version with as, you know, you're still going to be wearing a damn helmet to get full immersion. But hey, all right. as long as it looks like one of the, the Star Wars blaster helmets, and it yeah. Yeah. Down, we'll all buy that. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is if they can do that and they do have Star Wars rights, they come out with a black. We're all buying it. Yeah. Stormtrooper <laughs> helmet. Well, like, here you go. This is yeah. what it looks like. It's got the blast. I can't see anything with the blast shield down. And now all of a sudden you can. You're going to look like Luke because nobody could see your eyes, but you could see the room and you're going to be and your lightsaber all over the place. And that was a euphemism. <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, because uh, you know who knows what you're watching under that helmet. Yeah, yeah. I just know John very well. Yep. I wear <laughs> my lightsaber all the time. <laughs> oh boy! Wait till the show's a, over, John. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till the show's right over, there. please. Yeah, I might be might be doing it right now. Who knows? <laughs> all right, let's, let's let's get to the next one. Oh jeez! Oh, what happened there? Of the next one. Yeah. Why didn't it go to the stage? There we go. <laughs> okay, so this is high tension um, on uh, 4K Blu-ray in DTS HD 5.1, otherwise known in its native tongue as Hot Tension, or indeed as it's been previously known as Switchblade Romance. How many names do you want for one film? Anyway, it's come out finally here, over here in 4K, as High Tension, which is the proper translation of the French. Um, so this is a French horror film. Fellas, ever heard of it, either of no. you? Nope. Okay, true to type. All right, fair enough. <laughs> it <laughs> is a, what, what's, what's interesting about this, this is a film from Alexandra Arja, who went on after having directed this. This is one of his first films and did films like Crawl, the remake of um, The Hills Have Eyes um, and things like that. So he's gone on to make schlocky, great uh, sort of gory B-movies. And this is kind of his first go at it. So it's a French-language movie um, about two um, uh, 20-something females who go to stay on a remote farmhouse and things start to happen. Um, and I'm not going to give any more spoilers away than that because to do that would really ruin it, and I'm not going to do that. Um, it is a, a a good film. It's not a great film, but it is a good one. 
Um, and it's one that I'm glad I now own. Um, I think I saw it on DVD years ago when it was still known as Switchblade Romance. Um, and so now seeing it like this in 4K, DTS-HD 5.1, obviously up next to Neural-X, um, was, was great fun. With subtitles, Deej, I know you're not a fan after your takeover Tuesday with Ara. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it is, uh, I did say I know that I'm I'm grown grown accustomed to him, right? Yeah. Okay. You did, you did, you did. Yeah. I was only kidding. Um, I was laughing and chuckling as you were talking about these, uh, you know, the Kung Fu movies. With I was our, trying to be, I was trying to be, uh, supportive of my guest. You were, you were, you were <laughs> diplomatic. Yes. There you go. Thank you. So, um, so yeah, so it's, so, um, but it's fine. And again, the, the French subtitles in this are not a problem because there are long periods of time where there's no dialogue. It's just, you know, um, visceral things are happening. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's good. It's a, it's a, it is a tense movie. There are some, some good things that go on in it. Some, it's messed up. It's violent. It's gory. It's graphic. Um, but it's never boring. And again, it's nice and short, 90 odd minutes, you know, on and gone, you know, it's all good. Um, so well worth seeing. I've no idea if it's going to come out over there or not. It's been released by, I think it's Second Sight over here. Um, and it's kind of a, not, notwithstanding the fact it's a French movie, it just seems to be a very European movie. So I don't know if it will cross the pond. If it does, I'd recommend it for those that, that are like, like these kind of B movies. I'm going to talk about another one a bit later. Um, which was a Todd Anderson recommendation. Um, mm. so, um, but this is, yeah, it, it is good and well worth seeing. And if you like these kind of movies as I do, um, and if you haven't seen it, then seek it out. It, um, and again, I don't know whether it will be under hot tension, high tension or switchblade romance. <laughs> you might have to search for all of those. Um, and then if you find it, give it a go. I don't think and I can let me know spell what you think all of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, switchblade romance is all right. <laughs> what but about hot tension is H A U T E and then tension is the same. It's just spelled, it's just pronounced tension because it's French. Yeah. So, yeah, but well, we'll see. And you can see when you see this, by the way, how it is he went on. You can see him putting techniques in place that would then be used for movies like Crawl, The Hills Have Eyes, movies like that, where a lot of the techniques he uses in this have been expanded upon in the later movies. So, yeah, recommended this one. It's a solid, solid film. Yeah, there we go. Dominic's saying it again. They are. Good old Dominic. Thanks, mate. <coughs> and Dominic would be our expert on this because he's en France. So uh, we'll definitely take Dominic's spelling of that, no problem at all. Um, have you seen it, Dominic? Oh, yeah, say, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, he's in the chat. There we go. <coughs> Bought the German 4K Blu-ray, um, buying the French 4K comes out in March. Ah, uh, there you go. So, but very, very good. Really, really good. And uh, and well nice. worth seeing. There nice. we go. All right. We'll pull that down. We've got a couple of comments mm-hmm. here. Um Say hi to Vibe Home Media. He's like, I press play, I press play. Here I am. Chuckles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so don't, don't, don't be tempted yep. to put up Jordan's comment. Jordan, that's a little bit of a spoiler, mate. I was staying well away from that. Okay. Okay, so don't be tempted to put that up. Okay. Yeah, I was not going near that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and after the Paul, mist. Yeah, Paul getting back <laughs> to the uh, frame rate. And he's like, as I understand, 24 frames per second was the slowest frame rate that looked smooth. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, though there was a standard for 18 frames per second on eight millimeter to make film last longer. Uh, and that was the entire goal. Like it was to make it last longer. It's cheaper, less film. You know, it's the, the less frames you need, you know, the better off you are, the less film you need to make a movie. So, um, but yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? What else do we got here? Uh, live. All right. Um, oh, why it didn't edit itself? 
Okay. All right. I try to edit these to 16 by 9, but all right. Uh, you ready for yours? Ready for this one, John? Sure. Here we go. I'm interested. I can't wait to you hear know. what you think of this. Well, what is it? You'll see. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So this was Griselda, uh, which was on Netflix. This was a limited series. Um, so it had Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. This, um, this stars Sofia Vergara and it is, um, I guess somewhat based on, uh, the life of, um, like a real life drug queen pin, I guess you'd call her mm. in the eighties, uh, in New York. Um, she was, you know, uh, basically the Pablo Escobar of, of the United States in the eighties. Um, um, and, um, I say very loosely based because I did some digging after the fact and, um, not to give any spoilers away, but comments come up multiple times in this series that Griselda is only able to do some of the things she's able to do because of her appearance. And the real life Griselda does not resemble Sofia Vergara in any way. So not many people do. Yeah. So I don't know how how accurate some of that is. Um but this um it's a drama and you know there are as you would expect some some shooting some gunfights and things like that that do take place but this is largely a drama so it it did not really have a lot of the um like the heavy atmos um effect in it um but what it had was well done i think like this didn't necessarily blow me away but it was good like i thought Mm. uh, the picture was excellent like you know the the image quality was really really good um but the sound, you know, again, I don't want to compare it back to Masters of Air because I wasn't expecting that much from this. Uh, but this didn't really do anything that stood out to me. Um, even some of the, um, you know, shootouts with the machine guns and things like that just didn't really seem to, to hit very hard. Um, but the show itself is enjoyable, like for what it is, you know, I mean, if you're into rooting for somebody that's not really a good person, <laughs> um, you know, and this is your type of thing. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Like I did find it interesting because this is not something like I've never heard of this woman. Like everybody's mm-hmm. heard of Pablo Escobar and, you know, the, the drug cartels in Colombia and all of that. I've, I've never heard of this woman. Um, but she was pretty prolific <laughs> in, in, in her time <laughs> in, uh, in the United States. Uh, so it was an interesting story and, um, the way she, um, came to be i almost think did you watch um queen of the south dj i know we talked about that a while back we, I, I almost I started that one feel we got like pretty far, yeah that was based on her somewhat but it never mm. like i haven't been able to corroborate that in any way but the stories do seem fairly similar you know like again she's a woman that leaves columbia you know in distress and builds you know picks herself up from nothing and builds. didn't you know, queens of the south though didn't she like take over like she took it over from her she, husband or she somebody. She did, yeah. Like, well, and that's again, I don't want to give away too way. many yeah. spoilers, but I mean, obviously, she was in that world in Colombia. You know, you mm-hmm. don't just come to you don't just come to Miami and decide to pick up cocaine. You know, I mean, obviously, she, <laughs> you know, she was involved in that lifestyle already. Right. Um, and like I said, it may not they may not be related at all. But I did have that. Like while I was watching this, I kept thinking that. 
it was amazing to me that like nobody's done this story prior. And yeah. I was thinking maybe that maybe that was somewhat based on it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it, it's a watch. Like it's definitely, it's worth the six episodes. If you like this, you know, these kind of shows I do like, I like narcos. I like all that stuff. So, hmm. um, this stuff is interesting to me. Um, and like I said, it's, it's Netflix. It's, it's well done. Um, but it wasn't anything to write home about as far as the HT experience goes. Honestly, I only added it to this, to, to talk about today because I didn't have anything else because I spent, <laughs> I spent the whole day binging this. Like if yeah, I had yeah. had something like that was more substantial to talk about, I probably wouldn't have even added this to the list, uh, because it just really doesn't have a, a an HT yeah. element to it. Uh, Jen so. and I started it and we, it didn't. Uh, we got like halfway into the second episode and we were like, this okay. is kind of slow. And we, we it, didn't, it does start it out, pick up for it us. does start out slow. And, and when you think that okay. it's only six episodes, it's a bit before she comes in, like she has a lot of trouble getting yeah. started. Um, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, maybe this is going to be multiple seasons or something because, Okay. Uh, but once she gets going, it ramps up pretty hard and fast. Okay. <laughs> and, All right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll continue it, then. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you're interested, give it a little bit more. Um, but it does take her a while to get, oh. to get set up. <laughs> Let's put yeah. It, it was really slow and we started it upstairs in the, yeah. you know, in the living room and we were just like, what the, and it, and like you said, there's really not a lot of home it's, theater yeah, here. And it, it's not necessarily uh, something I would nice. move down. I, yeah. I wouldn't move down to the theater for it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Keep watching it up in the front room or in the living room right. or wherever you are. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, we got some, a lot more going on in the chat over there. Um, <laughs> about, uh, <laughs> uh, for, let's see, 24 frames per second. John Thompson is saying it's more, 24 was the best for the slow, the slowest speed for optical soundtrack. Um, so it was like, and then Paul saying 16 and 18 are super jerky looking. Uh, but then at, later on, it, Paul's like, uh, Paul's, I, I can't find it now, but Paul's like, uh, you're right. Oh, there it is. He goes, Google <laughs> says I was partly misinformed. Being here is educational. So there you go. <laughs> We need to make a T-shirt. <laughs> Being here is education. The education. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's really. Sad. It's more that Jeff, we're just idiots. <laughs> oh wow, sky's blue. Didn't know that yesterday. All right, uh, this is next one here. I'll be fairly quick, but I really, really enjoy this. So, um, shooter, 4K. Uh, I don't remember if it was Atmos or not. I'll be honest with you. I forget. It sounded awesome. Loved this. Um, it, I hadn't seen it on Kaleidoscape yet. Uh, but I've seen, I own eh, not, not as many as Bloodshot, but I own multiple versions of it. Really enjoyed this movie. Um, love the, the, the snowy scene. Um, love the stuff like that. And, you know, it's it's a little far fetched, uh, of course, but whatever. It's still entertaining um, shooting movie <laughs> action. The um, movie if it helps, these the 4K disc which I've got is in DTS HD Master Audio 5.1, so I think it's yeah. probably the same. Yeah, I would yeah. I would guess that too. Um, let me see. I could look that. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty sure. 
I, I'm not going to bother. I don't want to ruin my computer here, but, um, but yeah, the, it, it sounds really, really good. I mean, the gunshots sound good. The, um, the birds flying sound good. The, all of the, I mean, the, the visuals, the 4K HDR looks really, really nice. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a fun action movie. You know, like I said, mm. far fetched, but lots of fun. Um, the, the HDR, like I said, in those snow scenes were really cool. I, I really like that. And then some of it, that, I, I've seen this on the big, on my big screen before. Maybe not at the 110. Maybe the last time was before I had the 110. I don't know, but it did seem a little bit more detail in some of the gore that, that, that was going on in this. Um, but have you guys seen this? Have you I, seen it lately in your theater? Not lately. I have not hmm. seen it in quite some time. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in 4K because I've got the 4K disc. Um, and this was this is a series of books, isn't it? This was supposed to have been a little bit of a franchise. Um, I mean, this in some ways, I mean, not for anyone in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this was a proto Jack Reacher. This was kind of a, a lone, you know, lone gunman on his own doing, writing wrongs and, and doing all this stuff. And then, and, and in a similar vein, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> what I don't know is which came first. <laughs> um, I want to say this came before Reacher. Um, because this was, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like 06 or something. It was a while ago. It, it was old. Yeah. It's an older right, but movie. those Reacher books go back. Oh yeah, 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 decades. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, so I'm but I'm sure. saying in the theater though. But the, this came before the Reachers came in the theaters. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, it, if this was supposed to be the beginning of like a Jack Reacher type story, they really didn't do enough of a backstory on him. If he was supposed mm-hmm. to be there, you know, it's like they gave you a little bit of good action, which I think is great. It's a good standalone movie. If they wanted to continue it, maybe they could give some more backstory in the second one. But, um, yeah, it's even you remember right at the beginning, it's not a spoiler, everybody, but, uh, <laughs> when he feeds his dog and he puts it in his mouth, the cat and his dog comes up and he does this. So I started training my dog how to do that. My little dog, Franklin and, um, my other dog, I can't because the husky's got a bad hip. We got to have surgery. Um, but I got a cut just the other day, right here. Split my lip right there. Uh, I don't know if you can pull it up. I don't really care. It's, mm. it's pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, and I knew what had happened. And I'm like, all right. And you get down. I'm I'm training him, and he's enjoying it. And but I did it just because of the movie. And as soon as I cut, I was like. Dumbass! I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was. Gonna I thought happen. you. I thought you were going to say you were training your dog to be a sniper. Thought, well, no. that is clever. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. We'll never um, suspect kill the president. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, um, I mean, obviously, the police will have a few leads afterwards. Um. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Dominic um, saying in the chat, he said, "Yeah, the accountant was a great movie as well." Hmm. Uh, yes, I I absolutely love that movie. Many times I've almost sat down, like back when I was doing the show by myself, just to do that because my wife and I love the movie. Um, it's a great home theater experience, and I believe it's in D, uh, it's just in DTS Master Audio as well. Even the 4K, I'm pretty sure. I don't think that one's in Atmos. Um, but it is a great, great home theater experience. Um, it's, it's a little lacking on the action. It's more cerebral, obviously. Um, 
but, and we also like the idea, you know, because it's dealing with uh, autism and stuff too. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, the, but yeah, um, the shooter the, was really good. The, the 4K Go disc of the accountant, because of course I've got that as well, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is in DTS HD 7.1. Seven. There you go. Nice. Yeah. 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 It is. That one's. Is that the same? Is that the same girl? I think it is. Um, Kate. Uh, Anna. uh, Kate. uh, No, isn't it? Anna Faris is in the accountant, isn't it? Okay. I I might be. I might be right. I don't know. Actually, you might be right, DJ. Kate Mara is in the shooter. Is in shooter. Uh, Yeah. But I. I don't know if it was the same one. It's somebody. They. They look alike. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I you know. think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think it's Anna Faris because she's there a, we go. she's the comedian, isn't she? She's not not really doesn't do. Um, no, but you might be right though. She was in like Anna Faris, <coughs> isn't she? In the uh, oh, those um, movies of um, Anna Kendrick. Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. There you go. No, yeah, she's right. the singer that's in like uh, the movies I saw with my daughter. Oh, the, yeah, Anna Kendrick. Mm. Dom and heck, Dom had it. All right, <laughs> Steve had had Emma Kendrick, so he's so close. <laughs> On Jeopardy, it would have been wrong, but <laughs> um, yeah. All right, um, we ready for the you, Steve? You're going to be good. Can you do? This yeah, next sorry, one? man. I just it was just a tickle in my throat. Yes, but come out of great. nowhere. You got yeah, a cough weird. button going there. And you're back oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. You ready? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is The Creator on 4K uh, Blu-ray um, and in Dolby Atmos, um, uh, which I watched this week. Um, it's very cool. This is now the second time that I've seen the film. Um, the first time I watched it, Deej, close your ears, please. Just turn off your microphone, okay, or, or, or your headphones. I watched it on my phone. Oh. Anyway, so apologies for that. Um, but I watched it Sounds on my phone. Right. Yeah, I know. I I watched it over a few days because I had heard mixed things about this film. Some had said it was really good, um, some, and including those involved in the making of it, um, and some of it, some had said it's not that good. Um, And so I was unsure, and I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to watch it just over a few days while I'm here, there, and everywhere and see if I even like the premise of it. And I did enjoy it, and I thought it was good, and and, and it was enough even on the phone to kind of draw me in. and so this was now seeing it in properly 4K and Dolby Atmos. <clears throat> um, the film's great. I really, really like this movie. And I, and I don't quite get the, the, I, the kind of anti, the, the apathy towards it. It kind of came and it went and some people were saying, Oh, you know, it's, it's nonsense. And they just dismissed it. And yet I think this film is really, really well done. Um, and in terms of the, the story, I think is, is beautiful and there's depth to it and there is subtlety to it. Um, and, and so there's a, there's a really nice emotional center to it. And around that, you've got a really cool sci-fi kind of story and a, and a really good world building as well. And I love the effects work on this. I love the kind of the design of the AI kind of robots. I mean, you can see one of them in that picture there. I mean, I, I mean, it always those ones make me think of sort of, um, short circuit. Yeah. Um, but there are some loads of really cool world building, some really nice effects work and all that stuff. And again, knowing how unusually it was made, you know, they shot the movie on a shoestring and then went back and basically just added the effects afterwards, you know, in, a, in someone's bedroom, as I understand it. Um, and, but you'd never know it. It still looks great. So, so the story's brilliant. The audio video 
also is really, really nice. Now, there's been some controversy about the video. Lots of people talking about it. the whole thing was shot digitally and there's lots of talk about problems with the grain levels and artificial grain and there's been people moaning about it. I did not bump into that. I didn't have a problem with it. Admittedly, only on a tiny 75-inch screen, um, but I didn't have any issues with the, uh, with, the, um, with the grain on it. I thought it was perfectly fine. And I am someone who sometimes does have issues with artificial grain. When I saw nobody, I had some issues with the inconsistency of that. But this did not bother me with, in this at all. I thought it was perfectly fine. Um, and I think the Atmos track is great. Mm. On this, there are some really nice sequences in this. The guns, there we go, sound good. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's a bit odd, I, isn't it? Laser guns that fire light, and yet they're going boom, 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 which is a bit weird. That, but anyway, let's just take that aside. <laughs> right. But it's and cool. I thought of you when I saw this because I thought the exact same thing, and I'm like, Steve's hmm. gonna love this. And I saw this oh, yeah. months ago, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely thought of you, and I also thought I was <laughs> laughing because I love the idea that, like, in Halo, you're like, it's a Gatling gun, and it doesn't sound like a Gatling gun, <laughs> but it's in space. It just yeah, looks yeah. like a Gatling gun. <laughs> it's like, but here you are, you get your laser gun sounding like the Gatling, sounding so good, and you're like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, done. It's great. Well, yeah. the, 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 uh, the various weaponry in this sounds great. I yeah. mean, I love the dusty bin bombs, you know, the, the kind of, you know, the, 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 the trash cans, sorry, not bins, trash cans, <laughs> you know, the, the, with, on the legs, you know, that run. I absolutely love those. Oh. I would love a, a, a maquette of one of those in the cinema room. Um, so I, I think it's great. And I, I really enjoyed the audio. There, there is some very deep bass in this. Um, you know, when Nomad goes off, I mean, that's in the first couple of minutes, you know, it goes really deep, almost mm. Oppenheimer deep. In fact, you know, when, when on the first yeah. couple of kind of drops, you're like, whoa, and you can feel that kind of that, that, that feel the, um, the vibration in the floor. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's way better than people give it credit for. And I think if you're like me, and I don't mean you, Deej, because I've seen it, but John, you know, if you, if you haven't seen it, um, and, and anyone listening or watching, if you're on the fence, like, like I was, just get it. Because it's yeah. it really is it, it's intelligent sci-fi, but with nice emotional center to it, and mm-hmm. it looks great, but sounds fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really really recommend this. I thought it was great. I mean, um, it's a very good movie, but it's a great mm. home theater experience. So I don't think mm. even from the home theater experience, maybe you don't like the movie. I, I think that's where the polarization is. Is like some people are just like that. That was awful. It's too much. I don't get it. Well, if it's mm. awful and it's too much, how do you not, you know, it's like, but there's, a, I think that's where the people are complaining. I, I haven't heard mm. anybody say that the home theater part wasn't very good. Maybe the grain, like you said, but even that, it's like the sounds, ugh. It's such a, it's such a fun experience to, I mean, just sitting there watching this. That's what I told you. I'm like, this was so close to being one of my top, you know, three. Mm. Cause I, but I, but I, I yeah. couldn't knock anything out, but it's any other year. You don't know. This is, it, it was that good. And like you said, the bass, yeah. the, the, you know, the dynamics of the sound in this are really, really good. Yeah. They, I mean, there's cool where you've got robots jumping over characters on the ground and that goes right over the top and over the overheads and, yeah. you know, and all the kind of atmospherics as well. I, and it's, it's a, and it's also very funny at times as well. It's a really, yeah. really good movie, this one. And I, I feel a bit sorry for Gareth Edwards because I think he's been, 
Whereas with Rogue One, there's all kinds of scuttlebutt about what happened with that film. But this is a Gareth Edwards movie, and yet it feels like he's been a bit shortchanged with this. It just seems to have come, made no kind of impact, and gone. And it's and it'll be forgotten about. I think this time next year, if we were like, well, remember the creator? I think most people will be like, the, the what? Yeah. Um, and I oh, think yeah. which is a shame because it's, it's great. Yeah. So it'll be fun go. to revisit in like a year or mm. two and be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, here we go. And you'll take in even more. So yeah, definitely. Have worth you have you seen up. it, John? Did you see no. it in the theaters? Or? No, I haven't seen it, and I was kind of on the fence. So mm. uh, I did. I think add you'll get to a my, kick. I added did we it help to you? my cart. Well, I added it to my cart <laughs> while we were talking. So my cart, my cart is growing during the show. <laughs> my cart floweth over. See, so like four movies in it right now. Yeah, yeah. man. But it, it will be go. one though that John, because I think that this is where you, you know, you'll benefit, and so will everyone who's on the fence about it. Because it came and went, it'll drop like a stone price wise very yeah. quickly, and you'll be able to pick this up for an absolute, you know, song. So um, yeah, I'll be curious to see what you make of it. I, I think you'll really like it. Um, yeah. So yeah, nice. All right, good. But yeah, recommended. Nice. All right. Uh, the next one we got going here, John. You're up. Here we go. Do we have to? Why? <laughs> yes, we do. It's not the Fifth Element, Steve. <laughs> That's I That's know. <laughs> All right. So this was Midway, um, the 4K uh, 4K disc of. Dolby Vision for me, Dolby Atmos. Um, this first time watch for me, I, I wasn't sure if I had seen this movie or not. Um, five minutes into it, obviously I knew I had never seen it. Um, <laughs> and let's see. I'm going to come down. I think I'm going to come down in the middle of both of you here. Goldilocks. Like, I did not love this movie, but I didn't mm. hate it. Um, I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> Mm. But but I thought it was okay. Like I mm. went into it, you know, expecting to really dislike it based on some comments on the show. But um, but I didn't. Um, I do think that it has a lot of story problems. There are, without giving away any spoilers, there are characters and storylines that you just completely disappear in the movie and you never hear from them again um, until – some some end credit <laughs> explanations on what happened to certain people, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Ed Screen, if that's pronouncing his name correctly, mm-hmm. yeah. is a leading man in, in any sense. And I don't think he's very good. Um, so the movie is the movie. You know, again, a lot of people have seen it. I I, I thought it was okay. I, I don't know that I'll see it again. Um, Visually, I thought it was okay. Um, there are problems with the CGI that, that kind of bugged me, but there are some shots that look stunning, like that look really good. Um, but audio wise, this is fire. Like this movie, oh. this disc is phenomenal <laughs> audio right. wise. Um, like this thing now. I'm I'm fairly new to the Apple Watch. I, I've bought my watch about a month ago. I've watched many movies since. This was the first movie to trigger my watch multiple times, telling me <laughs> my environment was too loud. Mm. <laughs> um, this thing, <laughs> this thing shook the house. Like it, yeah. it, it is an audio experience. And if I ever watch this movie again, it'll be for that. Um, right. 
because I think the audio is that good. Um, yes. But again, <laughs> movie-wise, story-wise, I, I didn't love it. Um, so I don't think I disliked it as much as Steve did. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And it's like I, I probably came down right where you are, John, yeah. until I watched the extras. And I did this one. Okay, Steve I haven't done that. Yeah. Way, way back. I did. This was right. one of the first ones in 2020, like early 2020, right, mm-hmm. Steve? And it was – Yeah, late 2019, early 2020. It was really 20, early. Right. And yeah. mm-hmm. pre-lockdown. It, it was – I had already done um, Universal Soldier earlier mm. on uh, as a standalone show, and that's Roland Emmerich. I did this one, Roland Emmerich, and um, I don't think I'd done any other Roland Emmerichs yet. But, but anyways, watching the extras on this and hearing the commentary that he gives, you will under you will forgive the entire storyline. I'm telling you, because it's, it was a passion project of his that he'd been trying to make since the nineties. Right. And he was, and when you hear him talk about it, you can see how this thing gets pigeonholed into it. But you also understand this is Roland Emmerich. He just loves to make disaster movies. He loves to make home theater movies for us. I mean, he took the moon and scraped the earth with it, for God's sakes. It's like, this is so, (laughs) this is so much more realistic than Moonfall. Right. (laughs) It's like, and anybody that thinks that's a spoiler of Moonfall, it is the title. (laughs) It's like, like, I mean, it's, that is so, but, I, it was funny is I was so excited about this movie when I've watched it. And this is like back when I was doing these by myself. And this is how Steve and I really, you know, basically became friends. It was right. like he came out and was like, you are wrong, blah, 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 blah. And we had conversation. He goes, this looked awful. And everything you're saying, John, about like the CGI and stuff, that's what Steve was talking about. Like a week later, I, I sat down and watched it again with Joe, but now I'm seeing it through Steve's lenses and I'm looking at the CGI and I'm like, damn it, he's right. Yeah. It doesn't look good, <laughs> but it's so forgiving because the audio is so good. I don't, I don't even care about the story. Just you get the planes to a battle, whatever story gets them there. It's awesome. Those dive bombings right. that you're like, it, oh. It's awesome. Well, I think be, it's better than Maverick, to be fair. Some of these scenes are absolutely amazing. I, I was just saying, I, I struggled a bit earlier when we were talking about Masters of the Air because these kind of ran together for me. And I was trying to think about, okay, did this scene happen in Midway or did this scene happen in Masters <laughs> of the Air? But like some oh. of the things that were lacking in Masters of the Air were definitely present here. You know, yes. and uh, like you yeah, felt these base. planes. Yeah. Well, but I mean, <laughs> you felt these planes, you know, yeah. like you felt like they were moving and they were in your room and, um, kind the of close ups of what you in the cockpit masters of the air was going to be. Um, right. But, it's, but yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. I watched it on Kaleidoscape. I was just like, Oh God. 
It's like I saw you were doing it, and I went in. And I, I grabbed. Oh, did you some watch scenes. it again? Oh, yeah. Not the whole thing. I didn't have time for that. I was. I wanted to, but then I'm like, I gotta watch these scenes and like those dive bombings, and then the skim in the water, and the, just all at the. Oh my god! And it, those, it, it actually, and that's why I said I'm like, this is rivaling Maverick because they had the tight shots in the cockpit. They had those, like everything that we got in Maverick, right. and this was years before, and. He, uh, what did he, I think he made this for like 50 million or something like that. I think the budget yeah, on 50 it was. or 60. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was very, low very yeah. low. And he's like, it mm. would have cost him in the nineties. It would have cost him, uh, uh, like over 150. And he's like, you know, he just kept putting it off until he could do it. So, um, but yeah. Yep. So glad I need you to, enjoyed I the do need audio. To get- yeah, I do need to give it another go. I will, when I can dig it down from the attic, unfortunately, everything is in just just bags and bags. Say up that in the attic. again. While we have you on solo, oh, you what no, I said to I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. midway. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm prepared to do this. <laughs> I'm not prepared to ever watch the Fifth Element again. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> but with Maverick, oh, Maverick. But with Midway, um, I will. I, uh, if I can find next time, I'm taking some discs up into the attic. I will have a hunt around and see if I can find it. Not too much of a hunt around, but I'll have a little hunt around. <laughs> Unless it's well, laying right on the top, I'm <laughs> not going to find it. <laughs> with a big sign, like pointing at it. Um, but I'll have a little little hunt and see if I can see it. Um, bear in mind, there's you know about two thousand discs up there, and they're all in various bags. But if I if I can see it at some point when I'm sorting it out. Then I will. I'll dig it out and rewatch oh. it, and you know, salute Deej every time it starts. Every time Ed's screen comes on. Um, yeah. I mean, my 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 problem was the CGI being flat again. There were shots off the bow of the the carrier that are just you know they look like they're in a video game. Um, but also Ed's screen, the man does my head in, and he just, yeah, he was not he's good. Got, <laughs> he's got that grin on his face that makes you want to punch him, yeah. <laughs> and that works very well for Deadpool when he's a bad guy. And it kind of works more in Rebel Moon because he's a bad guy. But in this, he's supposed to be an all-American hero, and you just want to punch him. <laughs> I'm on the side of the Japanese I every time I see him. No, and again, like, <laughs> trying not to spoil – again, try not to give spoilers because you know, I've, been, I've been called out for that before. But there are there are scenes in this movie where military people are being asked to do something, and they act like like they have a choice in the matter. Like, right. I'm, uh, I, I don't think I'm, I just don't think I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> like this is an officer <laughs> and he's, he's telling you you're going up or you're going to do this or you're going here. And they're like, I just don't know if I, if I can do that. <laughs> right. Like, I, having been in the <laughs> Let military, me think about it. you don't have that <laughs> option. <laughs> so <laughs> that also irritated me, but. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. Oh, I love your military stories. <laughs> John is not, he does not like to take orders. <laughs> he, went, he went into the military it wasn't when he a came long home. Stint, after, but no, at a weekend. boot camp, it was, remember that oh, it was longer than a weekend. You had to do what they told you to do. <laughs> that oh, much God. I remember. Yeah. Can we tell, can we, let's just tell the story. We've got enough segues today anyways. The, uh, <laughs> That's a bayonet story. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're gonna tell it. Or you want? Yeah, me to? yeah. So you know, obviously we were in. Uh, I was in the army. For those that don't know, and this was basic training, and it was um, like I guess 
sort of combat weapons training, and they were teaching us how to <laughs> use a bayonet on the end of our rifle if we ever found ourselves in the position to have to do that. And what they, you know, what their instruction was is that, you know, sometimes if you stab somebody hard enough with your bayonet, it could be hard to pull, pull it back out. So they're, recommendation was to fire off a round so that you could loosen up the area and pull the pull the knife out and i think my response was something along the lines of if i still have rounds in my rifle there's not going to be any bayonet fighting so <laughs> many rounds of push-ups later um you know i, I learned that you know you oh, just kind of kept your you kept your mouth to yourself or your comments yeah. to yourself but yeah. and it was um, at that moment that uh four-star general Sirconi yeah ended ended yeah <laughs> it was exactly. not, not to be so, oh my so. god I, when you told me that story, it was like he. It was basically you said the exact same thing, except for you had it like, wait, wait, and like I could just picture him standing there because I'm thinking the same thing. Like, wait a minute, it's like it's just like wait, wait, I got rounds in my gun. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't gonna be no bayonet fight. That's what he said. I was cry. I still laugh every time I hear. I cry when I think of that story because it's so true. I'm like, what are you wasting? John even asked. Acted it out like, yeah, yeah. bang! <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? Oh God! Yeah, a, there, there are others. There are yeah, others. There are a few others. But that's yeah. that's the one that still. So, uh, how long? Uh, how long did you have to serve in the military stockade before they let you out, John? <laughs> yeah. After uh, taking oh, the Mickey God. so for they so many times, they did throw me out of basic. Let's put it that way. No. <laughs> Were you at any point subject to a code red? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> But we don't need not. him on that wall. No. <laughs> we don't want You don't need me on that wall. On that you wall. don't need me. So. Uh, he can so. handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What's the next one here? Oh, here we go. Uh, this is a interesting one. Uh, let's, uh, let's get right to this. Oh, why is it? Hmm. There we go. The Good Shepherd. So, who has seen this? I don't think I've seen Not this. Not me. Oh, Never heard God. of it. So, mm. uh, yeah, The Good Shepherd with um, it, Matt Damon. Uh, Robert De Niro directed it. Um, mm. I think it came out. Definitely in, sounds familiar, but I don't think mm. I've seen it. It's from 2006. Um, yeah, 2006, I'm pretty sure. Um, Damon, Angelina Jolie, Alec Baldwin, uh, Billy Crudup, a young Billy Crudup, De Niro. Uh, and like I said, De Niro directed this. Um, Timothy Hutton is in it. It's, oh my God. I had never seen this, but my dad calls me up and he's like, I just saw the good shepherd. And I was like, is that the one with? Matt Damon? He goes, yeah, the Boston guy that's friends with Affleck. <laughs> I was like, yep, Matt Damon. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and he's like, it's the early days of the CIA and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. Just that alone, I was like, that's not even it, it is that, but it's there's so much more. And Damon is so good in this. It's it, it it's Really, really good. As a home theater experience, I would say um, the the image 
you want to watch this on as big a screen as possible. It's definitely a drama. There's not a lot of action. I wouldn't say the sound just as like, oh my God, you can't wait to hear the, you know, the DTS Master Audio 5.1. <laughs> it's like, it's not that. Um, the die, everything is perfect. It, crystal clear. Everything was great on Kaleidoscope. I, I love it. The disc is probably just perfect as well. Um, but the big screen and the acting that goes on between these people, um, there's one particular scene where um, Matt Damon has to he, – he is very stoic throughout this entire thing. He's a, he's a CIA guy and early on before they had CIA and they – but everywhere he goes, he's just very – he says nothing the entire movie, but the acting that he does. And that's why I'm saying see this on a big screen because there's this one particular scene and I'll, I'll put uh, myself in. He does, he's sitting at a table and his fingers are like this and he has no emotion through the entire movie and something is said to him and you just see him go. And you're just like, that's him showing emotion. I just, I thought it was awesome because you're like, it, 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 and it was an emotional scene too that any one of us would go, what? And he just, he just moved his finger and you're like, but it's the little things like that and how he moves through this movie. That's just, I mean, it is a pretty emotional movie too. Um, but it, it's, I wouldn't say this is a home theater movie, but I would definitely see this in your home theater because it's definitely like cinema worthy. It's, it's that good. Like people talking about the Godfather and stuff, like you want to see these on the big screen. And if you've never seen this before, definitely see the Good Shepherd on the big screen. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'd heard of it. We all knew of it, especially when it came out with all the, the, I mean, all yeah, I mean, the there's acting, a lot of stars act, in this. Exactly. So. Exactly. So we knew about all of that. I remember the trailers for it. I remember everything about it. I don't know how I missed it. And then, and then my dad's like, I just saw it. It's really good. I'm like, I mean, he never sees anything. Right. <laughs> when he calls me up to <laughs> see something, it's like, gotta go. Right. <laughs> so, um, all right. Let's see. Pull that down. What else do we got here? Oh, there you go. Mm. This is uh, Steve, I believe. Steve, I believe. Right then. So this is the 1973 uh, horror Ooh. classic, Don't Look Now. Now, had you, have either of you guys seen this, heard of this, Never watched this? Never no. Okay. <clears throat> now, interestingly, this is a horror classic. Okay, and if I tell you that on IMDb it currently has a rating of 95 out of 100 in terms of the reviews, um, this is a uh, an absolute, you know, stone-cold classic, which I had never seen until the day before yesterday, much to my eternal shame, by the way, um, because this is, to a lot of people, like The Exorcist, in terms of its kind of positioning in the in the, the pantheon of classic horror movies. Um, and it stars um, Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie, um, who are a couple who, I mean, it, it's not a spoiler because it's on the back of the box and it's in the trailer and it's the first few minutes of the film. Um, they lose it their It also daughter. looks like where they filmed the beginning of the Italian job. Yeah, yeah, it's in <laughs> Venice. Yeah, it's in most of Venice. Yeah, quite, yeah, yeah, not the old one. <laughs> so they, um, so yeah, so they, their daughter passes away and they are 
obviously traumatized as a result of that. Um, and then it cuts to them in Venice trying to deal with the aftermath of it. Um, and the, as the story unfolds, um, they may or may not be, um, experiencing visions. They may or may not be, um, uh, experiencing the ghost of their daughter and on and on it goes. And the movie then unfolds. Now I'm still wary of spoiling it, even though this movie is older than I am. Um, but you know, let, I'll, I'll be careful with it. Most you people. Look 70s <laughs> from this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nine, 9.9 out of times, 9.9 of the number of the people that see this out of 10 would have seen it and will know what it is, but I'm not going to spoil it. Um, it does have an infamous uh, sex scene in the middle of it, um, in as much as the 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 uh, the sort of rumor for a long time was that Donald Sutherland and Judy Christie had actually had sex. That this was not f a pretend thing; that they'd actually done that. And when you see the sequence, you can see why the rumor. Um, I hadn't heard that. Sort of took actually, hold. I just didn't yeah, know this yeah, was that movie. Yeah, this is the film. Yeah, so it's an infamous scene in it. Um, and but I mean, it's not true. They didn't. But you know, that was the rumor for a long time. Um, it's a very, very interesting film. It is very seventies. I mean, there's no getting away from that. It is, it, and and so it 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 does pull back on how it kind of presents the story because of that. It reminded me of The Omen and movies like that in terms of its look and its kind of feel, more so than The Exorcist. Like the Exorcist is just in a in a box all on its own, isn't it? Um, whereas this sort of film did remind me very much of The Omen and the way in which it kind of unfolds, um, not with such religious overtones, but just the way how it, it, it presents itself. Um, very interesting film. Um, I'm so glad I've seen it, and I'm really glad that I've got it in my collection. Now, it's on 4K disc, and it's on the Studio Canal Vintage Classics label. Um, so it's 4K HDR. It's in Dolby uh, DTS HD 2.0 stereo. But as we've said before, that doesn't really matter because with movies like this, they're not meant to be seen in surround anyway. But I upmixed it to NeuralX, and, you know, you wouldn't really know that, that, that that's what's going on. Um, in terms of its presentation... It really does look how you'd want a movie of this type and of this era to look. It looks how – this is the way I was kind of rationalizing it to myself. It looks how I remember seeing movies like this, yeah. at, you know, in the late – obviously not in 73. I wasn't born. Um, but in the, late, in the late 70s, films like The Omen, movies like, um, you know, Rosemary's Daughter, that kind of – you know, Rosemary's Baby, films like that. It had that kind of, the, the very kind of hyper-coloured look to it. And in this film, red is a very important colour for lots of different reasons. And that absolutely leaps off the screen. It looks amazing. And all of the various kind of, the, you, know, you can see some of that in that picture, the walls and the, the, the dilapidated state of the buildings and all this stuff is all, because it was shot on film, is all kind of uh, preserved. So it looks exactly like I'd want this sort of movie to look. It hasn't been scrubbed clean, it, but it's not also just, you know, with print speckles all over the place either. Mm. It looks really nice. And it sounds fine for what it is. It's not a sound-driven movie. So I was really, really pleased with this. And I think if, you, if, you, if you're in the market for a, an absolute horror classic, an icon of horror in the 70s, as I said, up there with The Exorcist and movies like that, then, then it's worth seeking out. I don't know if it's going to come out in the US. I don't know if it's already out in the US. I suppose it could be. Um, but I, I'm really glad I've seen it. now. 
Yeah, yeah, have a look. No, don't look now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it, you wow, know. I, we I, practiced I, that in rehearsals <laughs> so much. You guys nailed it. So it's a, it, it really is a, a movie I'm glad I've seen. I'm not sure how many times I'd watch it, but it is, it is well worth seeing. And I'm very glad I've got it in my, you know, burgeoning collection. And I'm glad to tick off this movie from that list of movies I should have seen, especially as a horror fan. And then, but hadn't seen. So, yeah, I recommend it. Um, yeah. And nice on a 4K, big screen as well. It's out here. Yeah. 4K, oh, cool. mono, came out uh, October 3rd. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last oh, year, 23. So. Yep. No, Criterion. Nice, nice, nice. Criterion oh, well, collection in 4K. Oh, well, go for it, go for it, go for it. I mean, as I said, if you guys haven't mm. seen it, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Is it for you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think if it's cheap enough, get it but don't don't seek it out i don't think because I, I i also i think that as a i think also there is a there is a perspective as a parent watching this that i think could be interesting but yeah. and, and again i i hate to give warnings out but obviously it does deal with the death of a child very early on and so mm. that's that can be tricky as well but it is a very interesting film um, so I, I, I recommend it, but I don't know about, I'm not sure for you, Deej. I don't know. Glidescape has it for 1499 in HD. Hmm. Oh, well, you want the 4K. If you're gonna, if you're gonna see it, see it in 4K. Cause you, you want the HDR. You want the colors leaping off. Red is really tonally and, and story wise is a really important color yeah. in this film. So you, well, you want I, that I to look as I can see that in the, in the posters for it. Yeah. <laughs> like well, quite. Yeah, of, yeah. They got the red. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it it, so it's an important color. So you don't want to have that dulled down by just, but just 1080p. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Um, but there we go. 1080p. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So Jordan cool. says, yeah, the US got it on 4K recently. Um, yeah. Carl's saying, yeah, Carl's saying it doesn't have it. But... Yeah, it does. I yeah. just had. Yeah. I, I, sad. Yeah. Oh, not in Maybe 4K. Not in 4K. It doesn't 4K. have it in yeah. 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Criterion yeah, just hasn't made it there yet. Sometimes it takes a little while. I think Criterion yeah. stuff does end up there, but it just came out mm -hmm. in October. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah. But I'd be, you know, so if you do, if you do give it a go, guys, I'd be curious to see what you make of yeah. it. But it's very seventies. I mean, this is as, as, as I mean, you can, you can wow. almost feel the seventies kind of uh, aesthetic of this. You know, you can, you, it's in every pore of every frame of this film. Um, but I like it for that. That's and a young Donald like Sutherland. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, quite. He's young enough that to uh, get it on with Julie Christie. <laughs> yeah. So, but the fun thing with this, if you do see it, guys, and, and I'll say this to anyone listening, after you've seen it, and if you're not aware of all the scuttlebutt that came out of this, then read it up on the IMDb trivia page, which I always like to look at when I've seen a new film that's a classic. Yeah. You know, because um, there's all kinds of intrigue about this mm. and that scene in particular. You know, because Julie Christie was going out with Warren Beatty at the time, who took umbrage at the director because he shot the scene the way he did and punched him in the face. Oh, and there's all kinds of like, so there's loads of stuff going on about this film. So the good, the film's good, but the all the surrounding stuff on it is fascinating as well. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah, and um, who is um, Paul saying in the chat? He's like, it's not. No, yeah. He's like, agreeing. it's not horror in the modern sense. In sense, just in case anyone thinks this is a Halloween or it follows. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not that. Okay. It's not that. Okay. Yeah, this is, All this right. is psychological horror of the seventies, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. not, you're not stalk and slash. <laughs> ah, okie dokie. 
All right, let's pull that down and we will go to this here. Oh, there's a story behind this too. And I actually, I can't wait to see if you guys have seen this or if you like it or what, but here we go. So hmm. the legend of Tarzan from, was this 2016? Yeah, it's, 20, it's not long ago, 2016, 17. Yeah, not long, yeah, one of the two. Not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, so here's the story behind it. Um, I was it, going through my, you know, Apple TV looking for something to watch and you go on to Netflix and it shows, you know, all the different movies that are coming to Netflix or whatever. And I saw Tarzan. I'm a huge sucker for it. Tarzan movie. Um, and I was like, oh, is this new? And it's saying new to Netflix. I was like, oh, a new Tarzan movie. I'm like, all right. And then I was like, oh, it's Alexander Skarsgård, Samuel Jackson. I'm like, that's not new. I know that movie. I have that. Mm. I love that movie. All right. Fire up the projector. <laughs> Let's get going. <laughs> uh, so I went downstairs, get it going, pulled it up on the Kaleidoscape. And I'm like, that's what's so great about streaming. Streaming's not bad. It's our commercials for what we do in our theater with top quality. <laughs> Cause I was like, it was, and I am telling if, have any of you seen this yet in 4K? I saw yeah, it in I'll the, the 4K disc. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. I don't have the disc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you saw the 4K disc, Steve? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, like, does, but yeah. What's the disc have? Does it have Atmos? I think it does. I'm pretty oh, sure it does because I have the 4K yeah, I think disc it does too. too. Um, let me double check. Uh, it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, this, after watching, I hadn't watched The Good Shepherd yet, but the next one I'll talk about in a little bit and some other things and some streaming we've been doing, of course. I put this thing on and uh, I say thing, I put on The Legend of Tarzan. I was like blown away by the imagery, by the audio, everything about it. I was like, why hasn't this been a standalone show for me? I mean, cause I've, I saw Jen and I watched it a while, a long time ago in the theater, probably before I had a podcast. And I, I loved it. I loved, I loved the story. I love the idea of it, how they, it's not like your typical Tarzan story. It's well after Tarzan became Tarzan. So it's like, it's, but then he does again. Here we go. Um, it's like, imagine taking Tarzan out of mothballs, I guess. <laughs> but it's, it's so good. But the home theater experience, it, it, I, I can't, I wish I could just go into like every single scene. His scream, like when he finally does let out the, you know, do it, I won't even, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I used to do it a lot, but when Christopher Waltz has a great line, when you finally hear it and it's like really good. Christopher Waltz is awesome in this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, his like, I mean, oh my God, <coughs> it's so, so good. So what did you guys think of the movie? Cause it is hokey. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he doesn't oh, swing I, around by one arm. I liked, <laughs> like, again, I'm like you, I'm a sucker for a Tarzan movie. Cause I grew up with the, the TV show and yeah. the movies, you know, Johnny Weissmuller, Ron Ely, you know, I mean, I watched all the Tarzan. So, yeah. I'm a sucker for Tarzan. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, you know, it's like since it's been a while. I haven't seen it since 2016, but, um, I remember enjoying it. I mean, it is in my, actually, I just haven't, <laughs> just haven't gotten around to it. 
You know, I've got yeah. 900 movies saved that I'm going to buy eventually, but <laughs> um, we like to add to them every week. Yeah. And I just added <laughs> like six more today. So <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> I, um, I have seen this film twice. I saw the Blu-ray ages and ages mm. and ages ago. And then I bought the 4k disc and I seem to remember getting this 4k disc for like five pounds. It was like brand new. And yet I just, it was just on some crazy deal somewhere because I've seen it twice and I would struggle to tell you anything that happens in it other than I seem to remember some quarry fight with mist and apes coming out of the mist. And that's Mm. that honestly with a gun to my head, that's about the only thing I could remember clearly about it. And I'm a sucker for Tarzan movies as well. My personal favorite is still the animated Disney one. I love that film. Um, but I think it's just something to do with the way that, that he surfs through the, through along the branches. I think that's cool. And (laughs) Phil Collins music. Anyway, that's me. Um, so back to this, um, and I, so I don't remember much about it. I remember it being, you know, I remember it being very forgettable. Um, I think that's fairly oxymoronic, isn't it? Um, or just moronic. Um, Welcome to so, Brightside Home Theater podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I can't remember anything about it, but I do remember it being good. The disc is Atmos, says they're saying in the chat, and I've hmm. checked on my, my yes, system here. It is. Um, so it, it is Atmos. Here. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I just, I remember it being good. I just remember the story being forgettable and just kind of not, and it just didn't really resonate with me. It's got Margot Robbie in this as well, isn't she? Yeah. In this? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's an all-star yeah. cast. You know, it, it, yeah. you know, it's a really good thing, but just a pedestrian sort of rote story from what I recall and just not enough to live long in the memory. But it's a Warner's disc, and, you know, they're always good. Yeah, um, you don't so need, I'll, I'll It's actually re-watch. better. It's actually better that you don't remember because then you can mm. watch it over and over <laughs> and be like, yes. oh, the story's forgettable, but the home theater experience is awesome. So yeah. you get to sit there and go, oh, yeah, I know what's coming next. He swings yeah. from a vine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, it, it came out in October of 2016 in 4K. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was probably one of, I remember watching it with, I didn't see this in the theater. Jen and I bought it when it came out on disc and I was like, I, I, I couldn't wait to see it. And yeah, it, this seeing it now, I, I bet you the last time I watched this definitely wasn't on the Kaleidoscape, probably didn't have my Lumigen, probably didn't even have my 4K projector yet. So this is mm. the first time. And then never mind the upgrades I did for audio too. <laughs> and I was just like, this, it was, and what's funny is it's an upscaled to 4K. It's not a native 4K disc. Mm. I'm looking at it here. Um, so I imagine the Kaleidoscape's the same way, but the, it still looks awesome. But I think part of that is like what we say about Netflix all the time is like they know how to shoot stuff to make it look so dynamic and great. Well, they're in the jungle and there's, I mean, there's different, you know, they're, they're in England, they're in the jungle, they're in these places and it just, it's just, it's an awesome home theater disc. Absolutely awesome home theater disc. So, and John, it is uh fourteen eighty eight on Amazon. New from fourteen eighty eight. Nice. <laughs> Getting there. When it's nine eighty eight, it'll yeah, be mine. Talk to you when it's nine eighty eight. Yeah. There we go. Um, or five pounds, which is probably nine eighty eight. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Currently stage right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Um, what do we got here? Oh, oh yeah. And I didn't even get to these ones. So after <laughs> this is all still part of, this is all still part of, uh, of, of, um, Tarzan. 
uh, I come upstairs from watching that and uh, on the upstairs TV was the ending to Top Gun. So it's like, up. Oh, we're getting ready to go out for dinner. I'm like, ah, oh, gotta go back downstairs. The theater was still running. Go back downstairs, put on the end scene. <laughs> Jen sitting there twiddling her thumbs. <laughs> so I watched the entire bat- end battle scene of Top Gun because it was playing on, I don't know, Paramount or whatever channel she had on and she just left it on. That was her mistake. And then, uh, of course, af- after watching that final battle scene, I had to go and, you know, Watch a couple of scenes from Maverick. So <laughs> hopped on over there, watched a few scenes. We were late for dinner, but we didn't have reservations, so it was no big deal. But <laughs> welcome, welcome to the mind of somebody with ADHD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, all right, Steve, you ready for your, uh, I think this is your last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got to do this one. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yep. All right. Here we go. Okay, so this is um, the 2021 film, I think it is, called Alone. Now, have either of you heard of this? No. Nope. Me neither. Until, (laughs) um, I think it was Monday or Tuesday of last week, I seem to remember, when um, a friend of the show, someone you may have heard of, Todd Anderson, um, t- tweeted me about it, having seen it, and, and he co- he clarified today because we've been DMing all day, and he clarified today that um, that he watched it on Kaleidoscape. Now I had never heard of it; you didn't know it at all. And he tweeted me out of the blue and just said, "Steve, give this a go. It's very tense. It's well worth seeing." Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, fine. He said, "Schlocky, you know, but give it a go." So I ordered the Blu-ray. Um, which was not easy to come by either. Um, I managed to sort of track down a copy uh, on Amazon, but it was via a third-party supplier. But it's a UK disc. It just seems to be they didn't do that many of them. Um, so it's Blu-ray, 1080p, DTS-HD 5.1, um, and obviously upmixed to NeuralX. Um, and it's a schlocky B-movie. I'm not sure I'd call it a horror. I think it's more of a thriller. Um, about a, a, a lady, to, I mean, stop me if you've heard this. <laughs> it's about a lone female in a car who has a, has a problem with another car and the person in that car then pursues her. Um, and then things happen and she ends up alone. Anyway. <gasps> yes. Yeah, Steve, things go we from talked there. about spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That was quite, I mean, this, and this is, this is everyone, you know, this is Jewel. This is, you know, the Hills Have Eyes. This is, um, you know, you name it. This is, you know, I mean, all of those films, uh, Wrong Turn and all those movies. Um, yeah. and, and The Last House on the Left. Sorry, Carl, if you're listening. Um, although, you know, Carl, obviously your version was better. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> gonna say that. Um, and, but nevertheless, it's, and it's a 90 minute movie again. It's a short film. Um, and it is a lot of fun. It's never boring. Um, it is, you know, cliche to all hell. Um, but it's never boring. It's really enjoyable. That 90 minutes flies by. And generally the, the, the characters behave like they should in real life. Generally. So there's not a lot of very silly, stupid decisions made. <laughs> generally they do what they're supposed to do and you do in the same situation, but it goes wrong because it's movie land. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And so much so I'm looking forward to, I watched it my, on my own today. I had some time off this afternoon and I watched it in the cinema room and I'm going to rewatch this with, with someone else who I think will get a kick out of it. 
um, uh, in the next couple of days. So it was a really good recommendation from Todd. It's a, it's a fun film. Now, in terms of its audio video, the video on it for 1080p, it, and bear in mind, this must have been a micro budget because I don't think anyone's heard of this movie. So it must have been a micro budget film. And yet the, the image quality is really good. It's digitally shot, obviously, as they all are these days. Um, but there is, a, there's a, there are a couple of scenes of close ups where you've got a character's face where you've got the, the, um, blood, mud, kind of, you know, bruising and, and cuts around the face and then bright white teeth. And it's in close up and it looks absolutely phenomenal and it looks 4K. I mean, obviously the, the screen is up mixing to, is, is, you know, up converted to 4K anyway, but it, it looks like it's 4K. It is razor sharp. And it's really, really good. Um, and then the audio is really great. You've got, again, I mean, it's, again, up next to Neuralex. So you've got storms. You've got thunder moving around the room. You've got rain coming from overhead. Um, it's, it is decent. And also, interestingly, when there are fights, because there's got to be the punches that are going in sound like someone mm. hitting a slab of meat. It's got real power to these punches and actually kind of makes you wince a bit when you, when you kind of, you know, hear them, you know, hitting. When you duck. Um, well, quite, yeah, no, there's no ducks involved. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Swans. But it, 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 yeah, 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 geese, a few geese, nothing else. A few geese. But, it, but, but you feel like that kind of that real um, thud and the real impact and the punches are kind of wet as well. And it, and it really does feel powerful. Um, so I, I recommend this. If you can find it, I mean, it's on Kaleidoscape, as I said, DJ Todd, yep. you know, confirmed it. Um, yeah. if you've got, you know, 90 minutes, if you want to watch it with Jen, you want a kind of thriller, it's not really a horror. It's more of a thriller. Okay. Um, and, and there's some fun to be had afterwards with, well, what if she did that? Or what if he did this? And Todd mm. and I were DMing about some alternative sort of storylines to it, which is fun. Um, and it'd be interesting to talk to you about it if you see it as well. And John, if you can find it streaming, so it's bound to be streaming, I would have thought, yeah. then, then it's worth 90 minutes of your time. Um, and again, there'd be some very interesting conversations about what could they have done differently and still made it a fun film. So yeah, I recommend this. If you could find it, guys, get it. Um, I would there say, you but go. you know, there we go. <laughs> and I just bought it. Go push play. Uh, oh, wrong much- button. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Show, yeah. How much, uh, how much was it, Deej? Uh, 14.99. No. On Kaleidoscape. It's more than I paid for the Blu-ray. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, I hope I got the right one because there's another movie alone that came out in twenty twenty that it's also one hour and thirty two minutes. Um, but that one's about worldwide zombie outbreak. So it's not that. Pff, nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty sure I yeah. got the right one. Is it in four K um, or is it Blu Ray? Nope, just uh, HD. Okay, HD Blu Ray. Uh, you'll love it. Master Audio five point one. So yeah, yep. you'll you'll be really pleased with how it looks. Um, Jordan, just because Jordan said in the chat, might try and grab it on Blu-ray. It's not easy to find, Jordan. You won't find it in the normal kind of places because um, mm. I looked, but it is on Blu-ray in the UK. Um, I had to buy it, as I said, from a third-party seller. God knows where they're from because the, the, it arrived today and the stamps are all weird. So I don't know where it's come from. Um, but it is, um, but it is English. It's a you know it's an English disc. Um, so yeah, worth worth picking up. It's about twelve quid, I think it was. So yeah, it's good. Well, we're seeing. You rent it on Amazon Prime for ninety nine cents. Ah, oh, d- d- John, do it's it. Let me know what you think. Three ninety nine from Apple, but ninety nine cents on Amazon. So yeah, it's pretty uh, cheap. Is that HD? Uh, HD. Yep, and you can get it on YouTube HD also for ninety nine cents. So 
oh man, John, that is worth doing. And then we yeah. can discuss, because I've got some story ideas for this. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look at it. Then we yeah. can have a spoiler filled show. <laughs> yeah. Take over Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, All right. But no, it's good. It's well worth seeing. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, pull that down. Oh my, this <clears throat> last one. Uh, this is the last one for this week. Uh, this has been a long time coming, much requested. Um, <laughs> and as a matter of fact, uh, somebody on YouTube mentioned it and I replied, was it Jordy or something, Steve? Do you remember the name? Oh, I, I, I mean, it? if it was Jordy, we don't want to spoil it. No, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> different spelling, but yeah. I, I might be wrong on that. I'm sorry. I, I can't yeah, remember. I'm not who sure said it was. Someone did, but I, yeah, but I'm not sure. I was, it, I was in my, I was in the theater and I happened to look, I was like looking for something to watch and I went onto my YouTube and I'm like just checking to see if anybody said anything. And this comment was there. So, uh, long time coming. Here we go. <laughs> Armageddon. I'm not, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to do, you know, my best Steven hey, Tyler I, impression. I, take your time um, with the Deej because I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and that I love that song, too. That's like, <laughs> oh, man, so dangerous at karaoke. Um, <laughs> how come nobody does karaoke to podcasts? Because I could do that. <laughs> or comedians. <laughs> That would be fun too. Like you, you get like a, a, a bit and just get up and do the bit. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh, Armageddon in 1080p with DTS master audio 5.1. Um, I will say, I um, mean, this is on the Kaleidoscape. Uh, it's, I have the disc. The audio is good. It's really good. I wouldn't, uh, and maybe real good, not really good. I don't know how to couch it. It's not a reference disc. It, it I got to be honest, it was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I love this movie. You just want to have so much fun for it. With it, it deserves a 4K remaster, absolutely, because the, the image quality was not very good. It was just like, you're like, uh was this the first Blu-ray they made? Like literally yeah, it's muddy, like, isn't it? Murky. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. the entire thing, and it's like mm-hmm. the audio is not horrible, but it, it's good. Like I said, it's real good, but you could add so much more to it. Doesn't even have to be Atmos or, or DTSX. It just has to be like just clean it up a little, give it a little bit more dynamics, um, because some of their explosions didn't have the extension that I wanted to get into. Um, my, my remote never lit up and there's so much stuff here. Like when you got Steve Buscemi sitting there and he's like, you know, things are going wrong and, and he's like looking at earth and things are exploding all around him and everybody's panicking and he's just idiot. It's so odd. He's so great in this. Um, it, it, you, you want the room exploding like properly and it just didn't. So, I got to say, I was pretty disappointed, but I, I don't mind saying that. I think pretty much everybody already owns this. And if you don't own it, I don't know if I would say get it. I'd be like, just wait for the 4K. If you don't own it by now, there's really no need to run out and get it. Because I think 
if you're a huge home theater fan, you bought this anyways. It's like one of the top movies, you know, if, and I don't know, has anybody ever, anybody in the chat saying they've never seen it? <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, it's so good. It's so much fun. It's so realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it was very, I gotta say it was very disappointing, but I still had fun watching it. Right. Even the most disappointing movie, a fun movie like this, it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna walk out of there going, well, I wish I didn't do that. You know, I mean, you got Bruckheimer and Bay. I mean, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I walked out and went, that was bad. No, no, <laughs> but it does deserve to be remastered. So when was the last time you guys watched this? Oh, ages. Yeah. I've seen it recently ish. Um, probably in the last couple of years. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen this film hundreds of times. I mean, oh, I, yeah. you know, I love this movie. And I mean, I had yeah. the Criterion director's cut or whatever it was, the non-anamorphic DVD when that came out. And then I, which was a really nice set. And then I bought the, the Blu-ray, which is what I've still got. I mean, I'd pick up the 4K on this in a heartbeat, but I don't think we're going to see it in 4K, DJ. I don't think we will because it's touchstone, as as Bangles just said in the chat. It is touchstone. Um, and whilst Disney now would own that, as I understand it, because it was Buena Vista, wasn't it, before that? Yeah. Um, but I I don't sense, and from what I understand, there's just no no buzz on this at all. Um, and yet, you know, they did well, Deep let's Impact. Let's get it going. Well, yeah, they did Deep Impact, the other Comet movie from 1998. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, this is better just because it's just crazy. And, and you know, oh, famously, insane. NASA used to show this to their astronauts and say, right, how many problems can you pick with this? How many faults can you pick with the science oh, of God. this? Um, and that, that used to famously is what they used to do before Moonfall. Um, but now they just show the moonfall. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. And I too, when I last watched it, sat down thinking, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You know, new cinema room. This is going to be brilliant. And it was exactly, you said, I thought it was blurry and fuzzy and, and, and murky when it shouldn't, shouldn't have been, which is just the, the mark of the transfers of the time and the codex right. they were using. Um, and again, the DTS audio again was not all that great. And it should be because it's, it's a, just such a barnstorming film, this one. Um, oh. and, and mildly embarrassingly, because again, I was at camp in 98. So I saw this at the summer of 98. And I remember being one of the things I was thinking about with this. I remember standing outside of one of the units and this little kid came up to me and I was 23 in 1998. And this little kid came up to me and he said, you look like Harry. And I'm like, you what? Sorry. I'm, 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 my name's Steve I'm talking about. Yeah. And then I realized he meant Harry from this. <laughs> Yeah, I think Willis was what forty something, and I was twenty three, and he was telling me that I looked like bloody Bruce Willis, cheeky little git. Anyway, they never found it. They never found his body, um, so that was all good. I mean, sorry, sorry, did I say that? Sorry, I don't mean that. His ghost still walks the camp to this day. There you go. Oh God. Uh, yeah, people are saying, uh, Van Gogh saying, um, in the chat, he thinks the, uh, let's see, we got some comments here. We need a 4K, but I heard the film was lost that it was shot mm-hmm. on. Um, uh, Steve at saying need, needed to be remastered. Shame could have been a contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Paul Hurt, <laughs> like watched the first 10 minutes a couple of nights ago. Hasn't aged well, in my opinion. Maybe I should have watched the last 10 minutes instead. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's too bad. Too bad. Mm. It's, it is so much fun, but mm. it, I mean, 
Hopefully, maybe someday they'll find. I, I mean, how do you lose it? How do you well, lose well, quite especially a film of that of that age. I mean, it's ninety eight. It's not like it's, it's you know yeah. seventy eight or sixty eight. Um, yeah. And it was a massive film. So yeah, I'm not. I don't know, but it. it the, I have. I had heard that there are issues with it, but the main issue will be that it's touchstone. I'm sure there are rights issues with this. There's bound to yeah. be because otherwise, you know, you would have done it. Um, John Thompson says in the mix, I still think it holds the record for the loudest mix. Well, yeah, great. But you yeah, wouldn't know that then. from the Blu-ray. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it, and I've heard that too about it, and it's but it's but then you get that's like getting into the dynamics. The whole thing's loud, mm. so but yeah, the Blu-ray is not not what it should be, and uh, no. hopefully we can maybe someday. Maybe well, we want someday. the we want the Rock, we want Armageddon, we want all the you know the Bay yeah. the Bay at his at his peak is what we yeah. want. Um, yeah. and that, that would be fantastic. And like, you'd pick them up, you'd, you know, you'd, you'd sell your grandma to get one of those, uh, in 4K, or maybe that's just me. Um, but I, you know, I absolutely 4K of those come out on their day one. More, to, honestly, oh, yeah. I'd rather have the rock and Armageddon in 4K more than I'd want the abyss in true lies. Really? Mm. Really? I love the, the rock's great and Armageddon as well in, in a 4K Dolby Atmos. Give me those and I need yeah. never see the abyss. I if haven't I have seen choose. The Rock in a little bit, but I did oh. see it, and it is good. But oh. and, and obviously, I'd seen Armageddon, and we do have them, but we didn't even mm. have the Abyss. We had that in DVD, so we yeah. kind of needed that first. To be fair, yeah. but well, I, I do that. agree with you. I'm, I'm <laughs> super excited, but I, mm. maybe over True Lies. I don't know, but I mean, having seen what they. You know, having seen them now, we kind of, it's on the back burner. Oh, we got that. Now we need this. But I, I don't <laughs> remember a lot of people crying out when we still didn't have Abyss and True Lies and Aliens. Mm. Not a lot of people were crying out for this first. And mm. I mean, I just, they're iconic. Absolutely. The Rock, Armageddon, mm. you know, they're absolutely iconic. And I mean, there's money to be made there. Mm. Um, and I mean, I say this as someone who has pre-ordered the Abyss from the U.S., so I've I've got my pre-order in, so that'll be nice. you know, here. So, but still, I would take those two over the abyss if I had to choose. But there we go. <laughs> oh, John. Oh, yeah, sorry, in the chat. sorry. Yeah, you did yep, that. There sorry. we go. <laughs> mm. John in the chat saying Bruckheimer is the reason they have not been remastered. He wants to. He wants too high a price for that rock, etc. For the rock, etc. Mm. So yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I, I went off on a. Oh, that was one of my rants and take over Tuesday today too, but we'll save that for another time or just go listen to take over <laughs> Tuesday. Um, so, all right. Is that it guys? Anything else? Yeah. John, I, did you I, buy I, I or got, watch anything else while we were sitting? Here? No, but I got a dinner on the table, man. So yeah, we'll, I got to run. I got to, I got to make my dinner and then I got to go skate and yeah. get home and eat my dinner. So everybody, uh, thank you very much, uh, for all your participation. Everybody in the chat, everybody emailing us, uh, as I said on Takeover Tuesday, if you want to be on the show and do a Takeover Tuesday, uh, just email me, dj at brightsidehometheater.com. Links are in, always in the show notes, how you can reach me. Um, and we'll schedule it. I'm scheduling weeks out right now. Um, next week, very, very special guest for next week's Takeover Tuesday. Um, if I talk too much about this gentleman, I'll bring a tear to my eye. So uh, stay tuned for that one. Uh, that's next Tuesday. And then, um, like I said, I'm scheduling a few weeks out. So, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's how Steve started out. 
Uh, actually, he started out by criticizing me on Twitter and then <laughs> about midway. That's the <laughs> yes. way. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. So thank you very much. We appreciate all of the support, uh, monetary and otherwise. Uh, keep it all coming. Really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know what you gotta do? Go push play. What he said. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.